0: Welcome back to Just Scrap Radio on BJPenn.com. I'm your host, Cole Sheldon, episode 73. we got a stacked lineup, probably one of the most stacked lineups we have ahead of UFC 273. First up, we're going to be joined by the featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky, to preview his main event title fight against Korean Zombie, and kind of how this one came together. I remember he was supposed to have the trilogy fight against Holloway like a day after it's reported. Holloway pulls out, Zombie's quick to jump on. We kind of talked about how all that came together and him kind of slowly becoming in that featherweight go talk. He's beaten all the former featherweight champs out of the McGregor, who will probably never come back to featherweight. He thinks if he can rack up probably three, four more title defenses, he'd be right there in that conversation. And that's kind of his goal right now. We're then going to be joined by Mackenzie Dern to preview her fight against Tisha Torres. This is a really intriguing matchup. Tisha Torres on a good winning streak, has won three in a row after the four straight losses where she lost to Andrade, Joanna, Whaley, Zhang, and Marina Rodriguez. Mackenzie Dern coming off her first UFC main event, which was a loss to Marina Rodriguez. She's said she's now fully healthy. She believes she has what it takes to get Torres down and get that submission or a TKO win. We're then going to be joined by Ian Gary to preview his fight against Darian Weeks. The futures back on the program. Ian now training at Sanford full-time, coming off his UFC debut where he knocked out Jordan Williams with the second left in the first round. Darian Weeks. He's 5-1 as a pro UFC debut. He we went the distance with Brian Barberina on short notice. Really good stuff with Ian, who has full confidence in himself that he's going to run through him and kind of just show everyone that he is the future and the real deal. We're then going to be joined by Eddie Cha, who's Korean Zombies head coach, to kind of get some insight onto Korean Zombies camp, how it's going? What kind of they've been doing to prepare? But really good stuff with Eddie about Korean Zombie's camp and Korean Zombie hopefully becoming a UFC champion for them in that gym. We're then going to be joined by Yarzino Rosenstrike to preview his fight against Marcin Tybura. Rosenstrike back in action, lost to Curtis Blades last September. He's just uh, two and three in his last five, but with of our guests over kind, Junior Dos Santos. He knows he has all the power to knock out Tybora. He thinks he can defend the takedowns, keep it standing, and eventually find his chin and get that knockout win. We're then going to be joined by Vince Pichel to preview his fight against Marco Madsen. Vince Pichel is like a sneaky 14-2. and two. He doesn't fight a whole lot about a fight a year. Be coming off that Austin Hover win last August. Before that, beat Jim Miller in August 2020 he's as two see to Rusam havilaev and gregor gillespie both wrestlers which is why he really likes this fight because he wants to show everyone how much better his wrestling is and he thinks he can really stuff the takedowns and once he stuffed the takedowns he's gonna make madsen quit and he'll get that knockout win and then we close things out talking to jared mandara to preview his fight against alexi olenek jared took this fight on short notice olenek was supposed to fight alir latifi he's on that two fight losing streak he kind of thinks he's fighting for his job and he thinks he has all the tools to beat olenic he said he's not scared to go to the ground to him he's a black belt himself he says he can easily get that ground pound tko on the ground he thinks he can get one along the fence but he has all the confidence he's not only gonna win this fight but win it by knockout well thank you all for listening though be sure to share the show subscribe and tune in next week for another episode of just scrap radio all right we're joined by the ufc featherweight champ who's looking to defend his belt again alex volkanovsky alex how's it going man
1: i'm very good mate i'm very good how are you
0: i'm doing well obviously kind of a weird one to get this done you were booked for ufc 272 in march against holloway then literally like a day or two after the fight comes out it's reported max is out and then zombie steps in and then you're moved to april like what kind of was that week like when everything when all that was happening
1: yeah man it was a uh, yeah bit be, be confusing uh, in a sense because like, I didn't know exactly what was going on uh, because even when they announced the fight uh, I thought that was a little premature and then uh, I was like oh, okay I didn't expect them to announce that so quick and then all of a sudden there was an injury like the next day I'm getting told that I was like what? like it's just it was a, a bit wild then we got told it was gonna be zombie um, and then they moved the back you know and just you know it was, it was the whole thing was a was a bit uh, a bit confusing but you know it doesn't matter you know i'm still happy with the date and uh you know as long as i fit three fights this year i'm going to be happy so i want to i want to you know i wanted to start as early as i could uh april's still early enough so uh it's all good
0: and then after the fight with zombie gets announced max comes out and says he's healthy and he'll be the backup like what you kind of make that because then he didn't really have to pull out right away
1: yeah, man. Again, like I said, it was it was all confusing. You know, I don't know uh, exactly what happened. Uh, I, I was wondering why they wouldn't, you know, just push it back if that was going to be the case. I don't even know if that really is the case. Um, I know the UFC announced that uh, Brett Okamoto or something like that. So, they, who who knows uh, the, the the full story of it all? Anyway, but um, man, you know, there's nothing uh, you you can do about it. Again, it was a little confusing, confusing and frustrating. Because again, I just want to fight. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm still able to fight, you know, when I get to fight someone like Zombie, which is is something that I've always wanted to do anyway. You know, just knowing like and he's been around forever. He's been the top guys. I've expected to fight him uh, sooner or later. There was a couple of times where he was number one contender and like he was just there and he was calling me out. He was even saying some things, uh, you know what I mean? So it was this close to happening, then it didn't. Uh, but then this opportunity, uh, you know happened for him so uh you know it's uh it's pretty good because again he's a a big draw and he's an exciting fighter and this is going to make an exciting fight so i can't wait to go out there and just you know do my thing
2: yeah
0: that's the thing a lot of people don't really know is you two were kind of angling to fight one another like a couple of years back but do you think timing makes perfect sense now that it's for the belt and obviously both you guys are much bigger names than what you were a few years ago
1: yeah man exactly it's just uh then obviously he fought uh, Brian Ortega for that number one uh, contender spot and uh, he pulled up short. You know, he went back and uh, did what he had to do. Went there and uh, had a pretty unreal performance in his last one. Uh, and, you know, there was an injury and that's why you, you stay ready and, and stay active. You never know what, what comes uh, your way. So that's that's how I was, uh, you know, going into the title fights and whatnot. You know, shooting through the ranks, you know, I always wanted to stay ready and stay active. And, you know, if an opportunity... Came about, I, I could take it, and uh, you know, that's exactly what's happened. But again, this is a, it's a bit of a legacy fight as well. Uh, We've, with, with as I said, you know, he's been around, he's been at the top for so long. Um, you know what I mean? To be a like one of the top contenders for what over ten years, it seems like. You know, it seems like forever he's been in the game, and he's still right up there. So he's finally uh, going to get a get another shot. But you know, I'm just going to have to prove again that I'm just I'm just too much. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm on a whole other level. Of, I mean, my confidence is on just a whole nother high right now, man. Like a, literally, um, i just just feel, uh, feeling too strong, too too fit and, and too clever, too knowledgeable. And, you know, what I'm seeing and doing right now is just uh, on a whole nother level, you know. So, uh, again, I'm going to give uh, Zombie that respect. He knows how to finish fights, but we know I'm hard to, hard to finish. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just expecting to go out there and uh, do my thing and really set a statement. But this is going to be an exciting one
0: yeah and the thing with zombie too i was looking today he's headlined every single one of his past eight fights which not many people can do that to be main events for that long but with zombie like he's called the zombie for a reason like he can take a lot of punishment doesn't really get finished so, like how do you kind of see this one playing out just because only a few select few guys have been able to actually get him out of there oh
1: but he's tough you know again that's why I call, they call him the, the zombie but uh you know, I just think there's going to be uh, too too many holes uh, for me to capitalise on. And, again, what I'm seeing right now, um, you know, I just think I'm going to capitalise on on everything that's that's in front of me. And, again, that's no knock on uh, Zombie. It's just where I am right now. Um, you know, I've already proved in my last uh, fights like where I'm at, but I just feel like I'm on a whole other level again. So I think everyone's going to be, uh, you know, Again, they shouldn't be surprised because uh, you know, time and time again, I've, I've proved myself. But in saying that, I, I really do think people are going to get going to really be. A, it's going to be a, even more of an eye opener for them. Obviously, that last one was really fun, but I'm expecting this one to be exciting. And and uh, you know, I'm expecting to go out there and uh, really put hands on him and really do work. I, I feel like I can finish finish him anywhere. And again, that's not a knock on him. It's just purely where I'm at. As I just said, where I'm at, I'm just on a whole other level now. I feel like I can finish him uh, on the ground, submit, ground and pound, knock him out on the feet, you, uh, you name it. I feel like I could uh, finish him anywhere. So, uh, you know, that's exactly what I want to go out there and do. You know, I want to go and, uh, you know, show where, show my level by just going out there and outperforming these guys by a long shot, you know, and I'm going to show that there's a, there's a big gap. And, uh, you know, I really want to want to prove that. You know what I mean? I don't have to prove that to people. But, uh, you know, I know that myself. And I'm going to go out there and uh, show that pretty much for myself. Everyone can watch and uh, th- that'll be good. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sick of uh, proving things to people. I don't need to do that anymore. No I think i proved myself. Uh, but right now it's just I know where I'm at. And uh, I believe where he's at is just not on my level. And I'm going to go and show that.
0: Uh, do you think your last fight, though, kind of started made people, like, respect you more? Because after you beat Holloway the first time, it was, oh, he just beat him once, wait till the rematch. Then the rematch happened. It was, oh, Holloway won that fight. Like, Alex isn't the real champ, all that stuff. But I think your last performance, how you kind of dominated Ortega and even overcame that adversity. Like, do you think that's the fight that kind of put all that Holloway stuff behind and now you're kind of getting the respect you deserve? uh
1: Look, man, obviously that last one was good. But uh really... All I want to say is like, who cares? You know, people people are gonna always say stuff. You know what I mean? And no matter what you do, and you're always gonna have haters. You know what I mean? And and that's just a a part of the game. You know? And I've uh, I'm really starting to get used to all that now. You know what I mean? It probably did affect me uh, before. Like it used to affect me, and that's what I mean. I felt like I had something to prove. Always had something to prove. Um, You know what I mean? And it's uh, it's exhausting. You know, why waste energy on that when they're just no matter what you do, they're just you're gonna get haters no matter what? And I've uh, finally come to realize that and. Yeah, I don't need to prove nothing to no one. You know what I am mean? going to go out and do my thing and that's for me. You know what I mean? Just because I know I can and I'm going to do it. And uh, you know what I mean? And I know at the end of the day, the reason why I really want to do it is not to impress people. Obviously, I'm going to impress people. Yeah, that's cool. But me going out there doing my thing and showing them a whole other level and going out there and knocking these guys out or putting on a big performance, you know, that means money. That means legacy. That, that means, you know, all that type of stuff, success. Uh, so that's what I what I want out of it. Um, I don't have nothing to prove anymore you know what I mean so if people want to say stuff that's fine you know what I mean uh, I've proved myself time and time again um, and people are you know obviously jumped on on board now it might have taken a while for them to jump on board, uh, but they have and for the ones that haven't that's all good man I don't hate them uh let them hate uh, but they'll be they'll they'll jump on board on board soon. but again after this one you're gonna see uh, me on 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 a whole another level and a whole other high end. Um everything you know is just gonna rise stocks and you name it you know money we're talking everything you know it's all gonna come with it uh but you know this just not letting it get in your head and I admit I I'll admit right now to you that it used to get in my head, you know whatever I feel like that's why that's why you know I, I've always felt like I had something to prove I always you know uh everything I did was uh purely to oh you know like again like something I had to, to prove but right now I don't need to prove it to the haters. I'm a proof of it to to myself and to to the guys that are that are, are riding with me you know what I mean that that's all that matters for the haters if they want to hate that's all good no dramas but um but yeah it definitely has trained uh, changed but i'm I'm really looking forward to just getting in there man I'm excited you know again i'm uh, i feel like I'm on a whole up level I just want to show that I want to go out there and i want to, i want that full crowd again man find in front of a full crowd again and our main event you name it it was It was incredible, and I just want to get back in there and uh, put on a show, entertain.
0: I also think part of the reason why maybe fans don't keep you expecting there is because you're so good at everything where you're not just like this one-punch knockout guy, like say like a McGregor or something, where everyone goes, oh, you just got to watch out for this left-hander. You're not just this like dominant wrestler. It's just that you're so good everywhere that people just can't be like, Oh, you gotta watch out for his like knockout ability. Right? I think that's kind of where you get overlooked is because you're just so good at everything, and there's not like one thing that's like better than anything else in your game.
1: Yeah, man. Well, uh, that's exactly right. Well rounded, right? And uh, and there's there's layers and levels, and you know what I mean. Uh, I feel like I can take it. Like uh, obviously, I've got a good one punch knockout in me as well, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the type of guy that's just gonna go looking for that one punch. And if I land a good, but if I get one landed on me, unlucky. That's not how I fight. Um, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not stupid. You know, we we fight, we fight clever, and uh, we use that that fight IQ. And you know, if we we want to, you know, not take that damage. You know what I mean? So if I can punch someone and not get hit, that's the whole point. But in saying that, um, right now, like especially after the last one. You know, I just feel like uh, what I'm seeing right now. Even if they are landing, you know, they're not they're not landing flush. You know, I'm always rolling with the punches and things like that. So that leaves a lot more opportunities for me to really uh, put it in on them. And uh, like I said, man, I'm just uh, excited to go out there and uh, put on a show. It doesn't mean I'll do anything stupid. But at the same time, uh, I want to entertain. I want to go out there and put hands on that zombie because, again, I respect the dude. He's been around. Uh, this is a legacy fight. Again, as I said, he's been in the top forever. But he has said some things, and I remember him. And uh, I'm going to – I can't wait to go out there and uh, do my thing, not only to raise, raise me, you know, get them stocks rising every time I get in there and fight, but, uh, you know, make that money and uh, – Maybe get a bit of a payback for some of the things he said as well. Oh, his management, whoever whoever was on his uh, Twitter and whatnot saying them things, maybe I can get a bit of a revenge here as well. But, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just eager to get in there.
0: Uh, what's it like headlining this card to back in Jacksonville, like a main event? And then you look at this card, like from top to bottom, like this is probably the best card they've done this year. Well, easily the best card and probably one of the biggest ones they'll do this year, just name value.
1: Yeah, man, 100%. It's a stack card from, like you said, top to bottom. Uh, so it's going to be exciting fights. Uh, so really, really good for them. mean, the headline is unreal. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, I'm just going to go out there and obviously everyone's going to put on a show, but I want to go and steal the show. You know, I want to, I want to finish that night off with a bang uh, and just yeah, prove, prove that I'm the best. You know what I mean? I'm going for that GOAT status. Uh, not only in the featherweight division I want that goat status of the, the whole UFC you know what I mean so that's that's when I say sky's the limit man uh, like there's a there's a lot of uh, goals that I, I want to accomplish I want to take out so going out there and uh, taking out Zombie and uh, putting him away is uh, definitely going to get me to where I want to be so that's exactly what I, what I want to do April 9th
0: how far away do you think you are from being like considered the best ever featherweight because you've beat Aldo you beat Holloway twice and like to me, I just think it's a couple more title defenses, and then you're kind of right there, especially because you're undefeated in the UFC fellow. Like no one's been able to beat you.
1: Man, that's that's what it is. You just need them defenses. Obviously, uh, I've taken out all the top guys, right? And uh, so uh, that is gonna that is gonna stick. But uh, after a few more uh, defenses, I think you know, not even a few. It's not long. I'm talking this year, um, even after this one you're going to see... Uh, my name's already up there, obviously, for pound-for-pound for pound, number one. But, I mean, I, w- I, w- I, want, I want that status. You know what I mean? Obviously, you've got guys that are, that are kicking ass as well. But, uh, you know, I, w- I want all these... Uh, I want to accomplish all these goals. You know, that pound-for-pound pound, number one, that goat status featherweight division, all that type of stuff. And to do so, you need defences. And, uh, you know, I haven't been as active as I'd like to be. But this year, I do want to be that active. And, you know, I want to start taking out all these uh, guys that are next in line. And uh, that's when... That's when you're going to see, uh, obviously when you get that goat, that goat status, and when you know people start throwing out uh, all that, and you know not only your fans and all that, even your haters are, are aren't even going to be able to deny to deny it. You know what I mean? So that's that's what I'm looking looking to do. It's it's not too not too far away though. But in saying that, you know I've got a zombie in front of me. Uh, I just need to go out there and and perform, and that's exactly what I plan on doing.
0: And are you gonna head out to uh city kickboxing for a bit of this, or is it all in Australia? Because from what I've gathered, like it seems like you can get out there a bit more easier now.
1: No, we can't go there yet. Australian citizens can't go to New Zealand. New Zealand, uh, New Zealand citizens can come to Australia and back. They can oh, come that's come So uh, they the boys were just here. So we just had Eugene, uh Blood Diamond, Carlos Albert, Calvin Rune. We had a heap of the boys from City Kickboxing. Um here at uh at Freestyle Fighter Gym, so they were with us the last couple of weeks, which which was good, you know, uh, bringing some good energy and it was good to catch up with the boys and uh you know we're mate, I mean like I said, I'm in good Nick, uh you know so uh, we obviously keep in contact and all that type of stuff anyway, but you know we've got a good team here, uh we've got a lot of guys that have come and, and travelled to to be with us to make sure camp goes smoothly and and we've got a solid uh of guys with us and. And, um, you know, again, and that knowledge is always there. Obviously, with uh, my coach, Joe Lopez, he's always keeping eye on everything. But, you know, we still talk to your know, Craig Joneses, your Eugene Behrman's and, you know, Brad Dells, We're still obviously communicating and, and, you know, breaking down our opponents and whatnot and things that we can do. And, you know, they're seeing my sparring footage and all that type of stuff. So everything's pretty much the same, just in a different location. But uh, like I said, things are going really well. And, um, yeah, man, uh, we, we can't wait. Everyone and everyone that's obviously watched me train, they're like, I man, this is going to be a good one. Uh, everyone knows I'm in, in great nick, so we're expecting uh, to really put on a show.
0: Uh, just a few more things. You mentioned you want to be active this year, so you get past Zombie. Like, Who do you think would be next? Like, Obviously, Max is out there, but then there's guys that you haven't fought, like a Josh Hammond, like a Calvin Cater, a Yair is kind of linked to Brian. If he wins and he's like a fresh guy, Like, do you think it's that trilogy with Max or do you prefer one of those fresh faces for you?
1: Look, man, uh, as I was saying to you before, I was uh, riding into a lot of what people say and all this type of stuff way too much. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be up front here. I'm getting deep with you here. Uh, but, you know, that stuff, I- I- I'm done with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, you- I don't need to prove anything. I feel like I was the one chasing that, that trilogy more than <laughs> Max was. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the UFC obviously wanted, And then you got you got him talking about, uh, you know, money fights and, you know, he, you know, not even really wanting it. And it was like, I was like, come on, let's go. You know what I mean? So it was more, it was more me, you know what I mean? And if it, you know, I'm not going to talk anyone into it. If they don't want to fight, then don't, don't fight. And you know, I've already proved it uh, twice, uh, no matter what anyone says, you know what I mean? So we'll see what the UFC say. I'm going to go out there, worry about zombie and we'll see what's next, but you're not going to see me going uh, chasing anyone, whoever's the next in line. And uh, you know, the UFC put that, put that name in front of me and my team agrees we're going to go out there and do it that's it plain and simple so um, I can't tell you exactly what's next but um, we all know I'm not scared to fight whoever it is so whoever the UFC uh, says uh, and whoever we think uh, is best that that's that'll be who it is so uh, we'll see obviously it was unfortunate we couldn't uh, do that that trilogy uh, but, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like I said, it seemed like a, a whole heap of a mess. Maybe there's uh, more to the story that, that we don't know. Um, but, but we'll see. Again, uh, I'm I'm over that. I've got Zombie to worry about. I know Zombie uh, thinks he's going to be uh, taking my head off and, and ready to go out there and, and try and do his thing. But he's going to be for a rude shock. So I'm going to go out there do that, and then uh, we'll see who's next. But I just want these contenders to just fight, go out there and do their thing, which is good to see that we're, we've got a few fighters. I think I've seen... Maybe uh, Ortega and uh, mm-hmm. Do you know if is that confirmed? Is that a fight? I don't know if that's yeah, a they both
0: or... said they've agreed to it. They're just waiting on okay, contracts yeah. for little... the summer, for June or July. They're saying.
1: You know what I mean? You're getting these guys, uh, these contenders. That's what sort of made it hard, where there wasn't guys really fighting. It was a sort of a bit of a. Even though we've got so many contenders, they're just. I feel like they're all like one one fight away. Um, but you go out there and you start fighting each other, you know, saves a bit comes back and fights, year old Riguez goes, gets a win, you know, all these guys, you know, even, uh, Cater, you know, going out there, getting, getting a win. You know, they, everyone's going to be saying, that's the guy, that's the guy, you know what I mean? So, uh, we'll see what happens. There's still a, a little bit of time till I, I fight and, uh, we'll see what fights are scheduled. But again, I want to fight as soon as possible. So we'll see who's even available. Uh, you know, whether it's a uh, July, August or, or something like that, We'll, we'll see, but. Uh, as I told you, I want to fight it regularly, so and stay active this year. We'll see who it is.
0: What was it like too when Holloway came out? Giga was talking all this stuff about how you were scared of him and like you wouldn't wait to see his fight, and then he goes out and loses. Like, what you kind of make of that <laughs> whole thing?
1: Well, yeah, look, that's the thing is obviously you, you want to play that card. You go out there and uh, you want to you know you want to start barking and, and build some hype and talk the trash and all that type of stuff. All right, you know what I mean. You know, everyone thinks that's the only way to go about it. You know, there were some guys that did it pretty respectfully, and there were some guys that literally thought trash talking, or they literally thought they deserved it. I don't know what it was. You know, that that's what was surprised me the most—that these guys literally thought that these title fights were just going to be given to them and handed to them uh, when it wasn't deserved. You know what I mean? Uh, which is uh which is uh, disappointing, really. Uh, to know that uh, some of these contenders think, you know, that that's their, their mentality. Uh, You know what I mean? And that's why I said it, even uh, straight after I started hearing all these guys, I start uh, saying stuff, you know, even yeah, Rodriguez, you know, expecting the shot, even though we just lost, expecting the title shot, just handed to him. And same as Giga, you're still fighting, Wait until you fight, you know, don't show disrespect, not only to me, to zombie and to cater. You know what I mean? That the disrespect that was there to go out there and lose is like, it's just embarrassing. But I mean, uh, as I said, man, straight after that, the mentality these guys have, you know, I mean, these guys want shit handed to them. So you can, I can imagine what they're like in the training room. They ain't fucking busting their ass like me. They ain't putting themselves in these uncomfortable positions. You can see they don't like uncomfortable positions. You, you can see they want to, be, you know, they, wanna, they want to, they shit given to them. You know, they want yes men around them. They, you know, this is the type of mentality they have. You really think they're the type of guys that are going to take me out? Look, they only got a puncher's chance and that's it. And, uh, you know what I mean? And, and that's just facts, mate. You listen to what they're saying and, and, and the way they're carrying on. And that's just the way it is. And look, the, the reason why I sound like, a, I I just don't get it. It's just because it goes against exactly what I'm all about. Everyone that knows me knows that, you know, I go out and I bust my ass. and I do, you know, I'm not the most athletically gifted guy. I worked hard to get to where I am and I still need to work hard to stay where I am. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it ain't easy. It ain't easy, uh, it wasn't easy for me to get to where I am and even to stay where I am, but I'm putting the work in. And uh, again, what I know now is not going to be enough in, in two months time. These guys are just cruising and hoping shit's going to be given to them. So I know that while I'm evolving, that mountain that I am, that, you know, th- these guys are trying to climb this mountain, but they're barely climbing. They're not even trying to climb. They're hoping that they teleport to the top or some shit, you know, and this I'm telling you, this mountain's climbing higher and higher. While they're just fucking sitting there, so uh, they've got a they've got a way to go to to get to to where I'm at. And uh, I, as I said, like what I know now won't be enough uh, next month or two months' time. So you know I'm going to be busting my ass. You know I'm going to be studying. You know my team's studying to you know get me to a whole another level. And that's just what I'm all about. You know what I mean? I, I constantly talk about it. You know what I mean? That's what's made me champion. That's you know this is the mentality you need to have if you want to be the best if you want to be the goat you know you need to think like this you need to you need to do the hard work you need to be un- used to you need to accept being uncomfortable you know all that type of stuff and just these guys ain't doing it and uh you know what i mean and that's that's what upsets, upset, upsets me the most the fact that these guys are trying to climb this mountain without even trying to climb and it's just annoying
0: uh just last question like you get three title defenses here. Like it seems like you mostly clear out the division. So have you ever thought about maybe moving up to one hundred and fifty-five? Like, do you kind of see that ever in your future?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely can. Like uh, I'm used to the, the bigger boys as well. Obviously I've had a career in middleweight, welterweight and lightweight. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm used to the bigger guys. And if you look at a lot of my training partners, most of my training partners are usually a, a bit heavier. So uh, you know what I mean? So that I'm used to the bigger guys and, and uh, that's something that's definitely definitely something I'm looking at. And it depends. Again, if I'm going to have a lot of these contenders sitting back and not fighting each other, uh, hoping they get a total shot or whatever it is, uh, you know, you know, injuries and whatnot, and the, the division's a little stale, maybe we can move up. But, I mean, if these guys are going out, there doing their thing, you know, I want to take out these contenders, get that GOAT status, you know what I mean, number one pound for pound, then be the double champ. Then the GOAT of the UFC, you know what I mean? Like uh, It's just all that type of stuff. So, But right now, uh, I've got my division to worry about, so I'll do that. I've got a zombie to worry about, and we'll see what's next. You know what I mean? So, again, I can't uh, can't make any promises this year, but I'm looking in the near future, definitely moving up.
0: Well, Alex, I appreciate the time. And for anyone that hasn't seen it, Cooking with Volk got to be one of the best things going on social media.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, actually, I'm due for one soon, actually. I'm, I'm on a diet, I might have to do some uh, weight-cutting uh, type of uh, meals. So, stay tuned. I'll, I'll, I'll have one soon.
0: Well, Alex, thank you again for the time. I appreciate it. All right, we're joined by UFC Strawley, Mackenzie Dern, who's back in action. Mackenzie, how's it going?
3: It's going good. Just in camp, getting pretty close to the fight. So, I'm excited, excited to get back in there on April 9th.
0: Yeah, first thing I want to touch on is on the main card of UFC 273, and that obviously means back in front of fans. Like, how excited are you to be back in front, fighting in front of fans again?
3: Oh, man, I'm so excited. I mean, I had a good run in the Apex with just, um, you know, just the coaches. It was definitely, like, a different experience, I think it was really good for me. I had, I think, four or five fights in the Apex with no crowd. Um, so it was definitely different to fight, kind of like a little bit similar to sparring you know you really hear like your coaches you hear everything you know you kind of so it's good to kind of pass through certain things like okay I, I can hear what my opponent's coaches are saying they're telling her to throw like a left right like a like a jab cross hook you know um and just like kind of stay focused and work through that whole different like mentality part of it but yeah i mean just having the crowd and that those moments where you just need to bring it out that heart show that heart that the crowd is what really really brings it out of you you know with the with the cheering and everything like that it's i was missing it so much and jacksonville man Jacksonville's crazy so i think there'll be a lot of great fights
0: yeah i was looking the last time you fought in front of the crowd would have been the rebus fight which was in 2019 like it's been longer than most fighters for you
3: yeah yeah for sure it's and i mean that was my loss you know like one of my losses So. Definitely. And it was, actually it was in Tampa. I mean, it's not Jacksonville, but it was in Florida. So when they told me, hey, you're back in Florida, I'm like, OK, let me let me make up my my last loss that I had there and put on a great show for the crowd. So I'm excited.
0: And when you got the name Tisha Torres, like how excited are you for that? Because she's like a legend of this division, like she's fought everyone, like everyone knows who Tisha Torres is.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Tisha's name has been kind of coming up for a while, um, even before her last couple of fights and before my last couple of fights, but it never, it never like really fell through. Um, they ended up always like always a different person or a different option that was better at the moment came up or for her or for me. So yeah, finally to be able to fight her. I mean, she's been on a great role um, recently. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, she's fought, you know, Zhang Wei-li, She's Li, she's fought Rose, she's fought so all the top fighters, you know, so I think it's definitely going to be a good opportunity for me. To make up some mistakes that I made in my last fight, um, and just kind of see where I stand, you know, and see see what I can do in the division and how I can do with the with the top girls that she did. But she's a tough she's a tough fighter, man. I don't think she's ever been been finished. Um, a lot of her fights go to decisions, you know. So she's she's definitely like an experienced fighter, and I'm trying to gain that experience now, you know. So I think it's a it's a cool matchup, and yeah, it will be good.
0: Uh, just quickly, I want to touch on your last fight, like first main event obviously didn't go your way, but a really exciting fight like what you kind of take away from that one.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was it was a great fight, you know, I, I, I really felt Marina's experience, you know, in the in the her stand up, you know, not that, oh, she was, you know, the toughest fight I ever fought or thing like that. But I just really felt like her experience as in, okay, um, to know, like, okay, I'm down one round, I can, I can take the the second round off and I can kind of recover in the third and fourth because then like pointing you know I could just see her working strategically in the fight you know and me I felt like I had to really like control my emotions and still kind of take away from being such an emotional fighter as in like you just want to get to the person and finish the fight you know and stuff like that and I mean yeah it was good I'm happy that like I'm happy that I was able to do a lot Kind of show a lot on the ground unfortunately i, I didn't get this the, the, the finish the submission so i know i'm i was missing i was kind of off on my on my game you know i shouldn't lose some positions on the ground like that but yeah i mean i think we had fun on the ground i was kind of working through a lot of different positions on the ground i think you know striking wise we i mean obviously she was out striking me but i mean i didn't get knocked out or anything like that and i mean we took home fight of the night so that was my first fight of the night bonus so i'm really Happy about that, um, but hopefully next time I'll be on the winning side of it and not the losing part.
0: <laughs> yeah, even though you lost, like I thought your striking looked a lot better than it has in the past couple of fights. Which, like, how much better do you think it has gone, especially working with Jason Perillo, who's one of the best striking coaches in the sport?
3: Oh, I mean, it's gone so much. I mean, that that's one of the biggest things that was like a little bit frustrating about that fight because, um, I mean, Marina's a great striker. She's long, you know. She she has great footwork. Um, so. I mean, just to be able to, like, kind of, me, a jiu-jitsu girl, be able to hang in and kind of, like, you know, be able to hang in there with her, you know, and, and just, I feel like, I feel like we have so much to show, and that fight, I didn't really get to show how much we really have improved, um, so it's like, man, Perilla's just been helping me so much, and I, I can tell even he, he gets frustrated a little bit, but frustrating, like, in a good way, like, man, he sees all the potential, he sees all, all the work we've been putting in, and he sees how much I've been getting better, but. Um, unfortunately that last fight I wasn't able to show it but it's it's coming you know it's coming just have patience you know but I think people will be really surprised like okay um, you know a jiu-jitsu girl that's able to fight standing up like that too and of course I'm never going to take away from my ground game I think that's for me to have a long career you know and not get too much like damage and broken noses and hit, hit to my you know too much damage to my face and stuff like that of course I think My Jiu-Jitsu is going to be what's going to make my career long and kind of, you know, records and things like that from submissions and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a totally different game when you fight someone who's, like, good on the ground and good striking, you know?
0: And this fight, like, six months to the day of your last one, like, was this a bit longer than a layoff than what you wanted?
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I came after my loss. I wanted to get back soon. We were trying to see, like... um, the January 15th, I think it was 15th, the Anaheim card, but I had a surgery so that kind of pushed me back a little bit and then and yeah, so, I mean it was a little bit longer than I had hoped, especially after a loss, you know, you want to kind of get back in there and just like, oh, let's forget about the loss kind of thing, but it was good. I mean, I'm taking so, I'm taking advantage of this of this time and just working on me and as a fighter, so it is it, it was needed, you know, and sometimes of course injuries aren't aren't the best things you know but definitely like when you look on the bright side of things the injury was kind of like what I needed to to like hold back and let me work on myself and get myself a better you know physically what like physical and like you know my body and my mind and just technique so yeah it was good I mean I'm in the end I'm happy for this time
0: and with Tisha like how do you think you match up against her just because she is very well around and she's already like She's fought a lot of those top girls like we talked about.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think I think she's a great fight for me right now coming off my loss and you know off the injury and just like being this time out, you know. I think she she's gonna push the pace, you know. I know she has great cardio, so I'm really focused on okay, if we go to three rounds. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think she's fought someone with my ground game, you know. And I mean, of course, in my last fight with Marina the hard part was getting her to the ground and reaching her. So the fact that Tisha's shorter than me, and I think it's good. I think this is a good advantage for me because kind of for her to to point on me and stuff, she needs to get in closer than Marina did, for example. You know, Marina could kind of stay on the outside and still, you know, get her points and stuff like that. And Tisha, uh, for her to get inside, she's shorter than me, you know, so I'll have the the reach in this fight. And um, I've been working so much on just closing the distance and my takedowns and things like that. So... I'm definitely not gonna let not gonna lose a lot of positions in this fight like my last one. You know, I have a lot of things that I corrected, and I think I think I'm gonna get the submission in this fight. <laughs> that's the yeah, goal.
0: That's something I want to touch on. Like Tisha's never been finished before. It's so, like, if you go out there and finish her. Like, what do you think that does for? Because like, the, her only losses are to Marina Whaley, Ioana, uh Jessica Andrade, and then Rose, who are the top five of the division, and none of them never were able to finish her.
3: Yeah. No, I think that I think that's a will be a great statement, you know. And like I said, she kinda had a little bit um like bad face, kind of I guess mm-hmm. bad face, but she like you said, she was just fighting all the champs and stuff like that. So um, but recently, man, I feel like she's evolved so much. Almost she did like a big I don't know what she did in her game or her camp or what she did, but man, I feel like she just evolved way more now and she's a better fighter now than she was before. So I really think that will be a huge statement, you know, and just, I mean, everyone, I I think everyone in the division knows I'm dangerous on the ground, you know, but I think when you have really, they all know how hard Tisha is to finish and stuff like that. And so when you have someone go in and then finish her, it's kind of like, oh shoot. Okay. So we really have to be careful. And hopefully that gives like a little bit like intimidates a little bit, you know, the division, I mean, you know what I mean? That for the Mm -hmm. girls when they fight me and just kind of be a little bit more, scared even just to exchange you know on the on the standing because if you get too close then you're taken to the ground
0: (laughs) oh where do you think a win puts you just because you're already ranked fifth and like a win here especially with the strong division like you could be in another title eliminator fight like right after this one
3: yeah yeah for sure i mean with tisha she's i think number seven so um if i win the fight I, i i won't go up in the ranks i don't believe so um i'll stay probably number five but it's just like the division's a little bit on hold right now. I mean, Rose, I think Rose and Carla, I don't know mm-hmm. if they're 100% scheduled, but I think they're next to fight. And then, I mean, I, I know Joanna's trying to get kind of like the pay higher raise and stuff like that, but hopefully her and Zhang Weili can fight again and we can see the number two of that fight. Um, and then after that, yeah, like, we'll see who has next. Maybe, you know, it, I, I really I really don't know. I kind of want to fight someone ahead of me, so I don't know. Young China and that rematch with Marina, I think Marina will go for the title after her, her last performance. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wait and see what happens in the division. That's the hard part when you get to the top, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you don't have that many options. And when you're, you know, back unranked or something like that, you can have fights almost every other weekend if you want. So yeah, we'll see what happens with the division, but I definitely think with a great win, a big statement, uh, we can have a really big fight after this.
0: Yeah, because I think you get a win here, like, it's really maybe, like, the loser of the title fight, or, like, Yan Zhanan, yeah. or Wei Li, if she does get the Yuana fight. Like, I think those are probably, like, the only three fights that are, because then everyone else is below you, and you beat a lot of them. So, like, I think it, a person ranked above you is probably next.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I coming into this, I thought, like, man, so if you lose, you have to fight someone who lost. If you win, then you fight someone who won, you know? But um, then I saw, like, Marina and Yan Zhanan, and then I said, like, OK, it's not necessarily about if you're coming off a win or a loss, you know, it's just kind of how the match up. And I think a lot of people would like to see me with um, any of the girls in the top four, you know, top five, you know. So hopefully I get this win. I'm not looking past Tisha, you know, I really want to make a big statement, show all my improvement. Um, and then we'll see what, what comes after that.
0: Uh, just a couple more things like. With that Rose Carla fight, if it happens, who do you kind of see winning that one? Because that's such like a close fight to me. Like I don't really even know who wins.
3: <laughs> no, I think Rose will win. You know, I mean, um, yeah, I think it was just experience why Carla won on the first time. Um, I don't see like Rose giving her back or or giving those same positions like the last time. And I mean, I I know Carla's she's she's getting stronger and things like that, but I kind of feel like Carla's a little bit. Very very similar than back than she was back then. You know, I don't I don't see her had you know changed so so much. You know what I mean. So I I just see Rose how much she evolved from back then, and I think her she's a totally new fighter and a, a better athlete and a better you know all around technique. You know, so I think Rose will will get the win again, or not again, but yeah. get the, stay with the belt.
0: It's something we've talked about in the past too but are you still getting people like always asking you or questioning you if you're gonna make weight just because that like one or two times it happened like you've made 115 all the times and I always see people like oh you gotta watch her on the scale like you don't know she's gonna make it and you've made it like every time in the past like three years I don't know why people yeah. are still talking about it
3: <laughs> no I mean it's gotten way better I don't think I think very few people actually like talk about it now you know but it's actually funny because my weight's so good my like, now my problem, it's a good problem to have, you know, but my problem is to keep my weight up, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm really just trying to keep my weight up and not like, I'll go to like 121, you know, like, Thursday, I was 121, you know, and so I have to like, stay, okay, let me, let me get my weight back up to 123. So I don't get my last fight, I weighed waited 114.5, you know, and I fight at 115. And the day of the fight, the next day, I was 116. So I I didn't even gain weight, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be that light, you know? I'm trying to get at least a little bit heavier than that. You know, I like to fight around 123. Um, that's kind of like my normal weight. So, um, yeah, just my problem now is kind of to, to keep my weight up. And it's funny, like, my weight's good. So I don't want to go to, like, the weigh-ins so early and yeah. just, like, waiting around and stuff like that. So I'm almost, I, I'm usually almost one of the last ones to go weigh-in. Um, and if, I think that, like people like oh look see she must be suffering so I'm like no I'm like I'm just relaxing at home not at home but at the hotel with my daughter you know I don't want to be just waiting for everyone to weigh in you know I try and go near the end you know so I think that kind of gives a little bit I don't know people still think that maybe I'm suffering I'm trying to get the weight off you know so it's funny I'm like I think that'll stick with me probably for a long time
0: (laughs) uh just last thing like what's kind of the goal for you to see like where do you kind of see yourself at the end of the year if everything goes your way
3: by the end of this year? 20- yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think before my loss, it was a lot of like, you know, every time you get on a hype train, you know, and you start getting momentum, you know, the things start coming really fast. People start talking about titles, you know, and stuff like that. So um, this time, I'm not sure how how fast I'll progress, you know, in the rankings. Like I said before, like with the with the other girls in the division. But, I mean, I think it all just depends on my performances how big of statements I can I can do if I win things kind of close you know or if I get you know in and out and submit and just put on a great show um but yeah I mean I think I'm close I'm close to the belt we'll see what happens but I think 2022 is going to be a great year and yeah hopefully injury free and we'll see we'll see what comes by the end of the year but who knows maybe a title a title fight maybe we'll see we'll see what happens
0: (laughs) Uh Will Mackenzie, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this.
3: Yeah, thanks so much. Cool. Good man. Life is good. It's Wednesday
4: morning. I got um wrestle fuck today because uh that's what happens when you're going up against the elite of the elite who've been wrestling their whole life. Look at this dude. Fuckin', Look at yeah. this dude popping <laughs> in. He's coming in. He's trying to steal some of my limelight because they call me Hollywood now. I get yeah. it. I get it. Ever since he moved to the States, bro, he's been acting different. <laughs> yeah. He's just annoyed because I'm the best wrestler in the gym now. Yeah, um, yeah so Wednesday morning's uh, a tough morning because you got dudes like him on the mat who are just the elite, the elite in regards to wrestling. who have been wrestling since they were 12 months old. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's great. But you know what? Like every day on the mat is a day that i learn and i get better and if i can take one thing away from that that improves my game then that's a massive step
0: forward so it's awesome and this opponent darian weeks like was this a guy you were surprised by you got cuz i remember talking to you before the williams fight and it was more about the it's more about you and the opponent didn't matter is it the same thing for this one yeah
4: i think it's the exact same for me it's like no disrespect to darian but i've never i didn't hear i've never heard of him before the contract was sent over, um, but he's game. You know what I mean? He fought Barbarina on a couple like short notice. You don't take a UFC debut on short notice if you're not a game fighter. If you haven't got fucking guts, which I like. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I want. I want to fight someone who's game. I don't want to fight someone who's gonna get in there and just try to take a loss. So, which is a lot of guys out there. A lot of guys haven't got heart and they haven't got it, that got, got that kind of bite down and go. And Darien has that. So I'm excited, you know what I mean? I'm excited to see what he's gonna bring in the cage. Um I mean, for me, I don't see how I lose the fight. I can literally only see every avenue where I can win. Mm-hmm. So it's more just about when he gets desperate. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that take that mile when he gives me that inch.
0: And with this fight, like in Florida, on another pay per view in front of fans, like to, how much better does that make it? Now that your your home is in Florida as well. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, like I was like people keep saying to me why I'm in UFC London because I'm not British. Like mm-hmm. I'm I like the fact that when I travel to fight, my friends, my family, anyone that's supporting me can go to Florida, to New York, to Vegas, to Arizona, whether it be Hawaii, whether it be Canada, whether it be. Back in, in Europe somewhere, I want the fact that when my fans and supporters follow me, that they get to travel and they can experience different cities, different countries. And I like that. So for me being in, in, in North Florida, my friends, are gonna, friends and family and supporters are going to come here. There's a load of Irish coming over. And then we're going to come back down to South Florida after to where I live and kind of just enjoy, enjoy the, the Southern Florida heat and the sunshine and just take in the, the blue skies and the palm trees
0: yeah and we've seen with connor like the irish love traveling so it's something (laughs) where you can get a lot of those and it just makes the fight feel bigger for you when you have everyone flying over
4: a hundred percent and the irish get on they get on board you know what i mean it's like connor like there was a couple of fights where connor didn't have a lot of followers coming over and then it changed and everyone and their dog was flying over to see connor fight and i get it do you know what i mean it's like Irish people like drinking and fighting mm-hmm. and partying. So you combine all three of them into one night, they game and they like holidays. Every Irish person likes a bit of sun. They might go pink, but they like the sunshine. Do you know what I mean? So they'll do anything they can to get away from work and, and the, the weather in Dublin and go out and experience a good weekend. Um so yeah, I I'm I'm excited for when that time is like literally everyone is coming over. So a couple more fights and we'll have we'll have the whole country coming over.
0: Uh, With Darian, like, I imagine you've looked at him now. Like, how do you kind of, how do you think you match up against him?
4: Haven't looked at him. No? No. I had this conversation with Henry Hoof last night. um, And I said to him, Do you want to watch tape? And he said, No. He said, You don't have to watch tape. He said, You just keep doing you. And I was like, Henry, I love you. I love you. (laughs) Because that is my opinion. Why should I watch tape? In MMA, Cole, you know this, Mm -hmm. fighters change so regularly in a sense of like oh someone's out they've got injured what we do isn't easy do you know what i mean it could simply be something where darian's training next week and he falls and hurts his his shoulder or hurts his elbow or his ankle he can't fight because it's in so much pain or he gets kicked in the rib there is so much stuff that happens and it's so easy to get injured because what we do is it's hard it's strenuous on the body like it's stressful um so It could change tomorrow, like, Darian's a wrestler. I could be fighting a stand-up, like, a a guy who's a Muay Thai background if Darian has to pull out for some reason. So I just want to focus on me and my skill set and what I want to do better and what I want to work on. And, yes, I might go, okay, well, Darian's going to try to probably take me down, and if he doesn't, well, that's probably idiotic in his behalf being a wrestler. So, obviously, I've been working on my wrestling defense, regardless, because I have told you, I get wrestle-fucked here coming up against the best of the best. Um, it's something that I always want to improve on, is every single, every single aspect of this game I want to get better in. And every camp, that's what I do, is I try to get better in every area. And that's not going to stop. And eventually, when I'm on my way up to a world title, people will see, well, it's just been a combination of hard work and dedication to get to the point where I am, where it's like, he's so good on the feet, he's so good at stopping wrestling, he's so good at wrestling offense, his grappling's phenomenal, his grappling defense is phenomenal. It's like... It ain't an overnight thing. It's, it's years and years of hard work. So we're slowly getting to that point. So that's what it is. It's just me working on me. And then I'll go into that fight and I'll do what I do best. And that's take the fight to my realm and where I'll charge. Uh,
0: with Darien like, how quickly are you kind of expecting him to shoot? Because I can't imagine him <laughs> wanting to stand with you too long.
4: Um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I think he could come out. Like, most wrestlers don't shoot straight away. Um... So I think he'll give it a couple of minutes. If he comes out and shoots straight away, then good luck. So I mean, you try shoot shoot on me straight away when I'm fresh, when I'm ready to go, when I expect, when I'm when I'm thinking you're going to do it. It's, no, it's not smart. He'll um he'll try and make me forget about the wrestling, but I ain't going to forget about it. And if he tries, I've got a nice couple of shots that'll uh, that'll crack him on the way in, or it might put him in the back foot before he gets a chance. You know what I mean? We're game. I'm I'm in. Look. I'm as game as a fighter as the comes. If you want to wrestle, let's go. If you want to strike, let's go. If you want to have a night where we're just going absolute hell for letters, scrambling, going crazy, I'm in. So let's see who works harder. Let's see who gets the finish.
0: Uh, The same thing happened with Connor. but do you think because of how good your striking is, people just go, oh, you just got to take him down or he doesn't have any wrestling? Like, the same thing was with Connor was, oh, just take him down. He doesn't know how to stop a takedown. And then he gave Habib the toughest fight. And same with you, like, your wrestling, I imagine, at Stanford is probably very good, and people don't expect it.
4: I mean, look, I'm going against. Hey, I've said it again. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going against guys who've wrestled their entire life in here. I'm coming from Europe, where we, the wrestling isn't as prominent like like it is in America. Um, so there's guys who are wrestling in high school and college, then they go on, and it's you know, it's it's just bred into them from a young age and that's part of the reason why i'm here i've got my coach of greg jones who's absolutely phenomenal at breaking down wrestling jimmy you've got unbelievable wrestlers people like jason jackson and logan logan who i'm trying to learn off and go with and it's like just take in as much knowledge as i can so that i can i can develop and grow as a fighter and i know my weakest aspect is is wrestling because we don't have it back in europe like it is over here but that's why i'm here that's why, I'm in, that's why I'm in Florida. That's why I'm here. That's why I specifically chose this gym. Because they've got the combination of Henry Hoof for striking and Greg Jones for wrestling. And then you've got the likes of Gilbert and Herbert for our jiu-jitsu. And I've got Wagner-Russia and Hollywood that I can learn. It's like, I have got the best of all aspects. And as I've said to you, it's a slow progression to the top, mate. And every single camp, we're getting better and better and better. And every fight, people are just going to see it. That progression to being the most elite
0: I can be. I remember before the first year uh, Williams fight we talked you were kind of saying how you didn't think the nerves would be a big thing and then we talked after and you thought like that kind of threw you off for a bit. Now that you've experienced it like are you kind of expecting this to be just a another fight and you're not at MSG and it's not your debut like all that?
4: Yeah. I mean that 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 fight was even different though cuz it wasn't nerves. It was it was just a feeling of like being overwhelmed with like almost like shock joy and pride all thrown into one emotion it was like someone had just slapped me in the mouth in the middle of a dream and said, wake up and i'm just standing in the octagon in the middle of msg while bruce buffer is screaming my name and my name's going around the led screens and i'm like oh i'm actually here okay all right all these interviews kind of like made me think like when i'm during the week i was so busy fight week like the uc gave me like a lot of interviews i'm game i talk to talk to you know i mean i sit here and i'll talk to a brick wall for 45 minutes but it was like it was just surreal it was just the moment that happened i was like wow so for the first two minutes of that fight i wasn't even conscious of what was going on and then it was just like right turn it on focus settle down and then yeah the finish came because i was i was back
0: yeah, and but I, don't, about... I don't
4: think that's gonna affect this fight. you know what I mean? I, I well, here's the thing. I know it's not gonna affect this fight. Mm-hmm. It was my UFC debut. Um it was the biggest card of the year. Madison Square Garden. All of these things, they add up, man, and you don't realise mm-hmm. it, but that's the most historical venue for a fighter. You look at the guys who fought there, just just one name alone. I fought in the same I fought in the same building in the same area as Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Just that one name alone is madness, and it's like to be, like I don't know how many Irish fighters have fought in Madison Square Garden, but I can guarantee it ain't a lot. So to be like to be part of history and be like to put my name in that building is awesome. So for me, it's just it it was a dream come true, and it's it ain't gonna be like that. I've I've got I've got that taste of the biggest kind. I've got the taste of the red carpet. I got to see how the organization runs, how they work. Now it's just a case of just rinse and repeat we go in we have a good time and we we kick ass and we look good
0: and to speak of like how much you were doing on fight week like i remember we talked i think it was thursday morning when most people are doing weight cuts and not many fighters are up for doing interviews then but with, it's, with this dude one...
4: i just like i want to give back to people who give back to me do you know what i mean it's like when you sit down and do an interview with me it's not me doing you a favor it's it's mutual do you know what i mean like I, I, I'm grateful for you taking the time out of your day too, and fight week is a massive is a massive time to do interviews because there's a lot of interest around that time. So I obviously want to give back to people who've given to me before. So it's like that kind of like I just sit down, do a couple of minutes. Like, look, Cole, I'm bollocks. I'm cutting weight. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm gonna get pissed off if we sit here for long. But I'll give you what I can, and then I gotta go to sleep. Um, but yeah, dude. I had a. I don't know. Um, I I done i done over 250 interviews mm-hmm. that, that camp. Like, it was ridiculous. But do you know what I mean? That's only good for me. So I'll take it.
0: And the one thing you said, though, in that fight was you were getting that highlight, real first-round finish, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you got. Like, you're a guy that likes taking your shots. Like, what do you kind of see this one playing out as? I think it's going to be the same. I think regardless of what
4: Darren tries to do, I'm going to figure him out. And then once I've figured him out, it's, it's just about – When he gets desperate, I think I can knock him out in the first second of the first round or I can knock him out in the last second of the last round. I don't care. I'm not looking for the finish as in I'm not hunting it. It's going to come. I know it will because the way I fight and the style I have is I just break people down and it's when he gets desperate is when I'll take that shot and then it's game over. And it'll be beautiful. It won't be just an easy finish. It'll be beautiful. It always is. So you can count on
0: that. Trust me. What do you think a win does for you? It would be two, two and all in the UFC. Probably two finishes, two pretty good finishes. Like, and you're obviously already a big name. Like coming into the UFC, like, are you thinking like you might get fast tracked and get like a big name? Or are you kind of hoping it's more of these guys you can kind of build your way up?
4: I don't want to get fast tracked. As I've said, I'm not in a position where I need to be fast tracked. I'm not 28, 29, 30 mm-hmm. years of age, and I'm coming towards the like the the peak of my career or towards the end of my career and have to make a run it's like i'm just starting off i've had one fight in the ufc i'm the youngest undefeated fighter on the roster i'm the 10th youngest fighter on the roster do you know what I mean i've loads of time Cole i'm just gonna work my way up the ranks everything that i said to you it's slow progression i'm gonna work my way up and i don't care if they give me like guys who are who are good fighters if they give me the big names it's like okay but like the longer it takes me to get to that world title, the longer I'm going to have that belt. The longer my title reign is going to be until I decide I've retired the champ. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the way it is. I'm going out on top. So the longer it takes me to get there, the better it is for me, for my skill set, for my understanding, for my experience. And then the more fucked everyone else is when I've when when I when I've got to that point. So yeah, I'm not trying to be fast-tracked like Cam's out or like any of these guys. I'm going to do it the Ian Gary way, the way that I'm going to create. And then people are going to be doing it my way once I've done it. I'm going to set the blueprint. Uh,
0: just a few more things. Like, what is kind of the goal for you this year then? Like, I imagine it's pro- you're pro a guy that always likes being active. Mm-hmm. I imagine you're always going to be on these big cards. Like, I can't see him putting you at, like, the apex in front of no one. I think you're always going to yeah. be on these. No, I won't.
4: To be honest, I don't think I'll ever be fighting on an apex card unless I choose a, a short notice fight. Like, and... The the longer I get into my career, then the more often I will take those short notice fights. Like I'm game. I'd love to fight four, five, six, seven times a year. But right now, there's no point for me. It's about being active but being smart and giving myself enough time for growth in between each fight, so that when I go into a fight, I'm not fighting eight weeks later. I want to give myself at least four months in between every fight, if possible. Obviously, sometimes there is like life comes in into play, and you've got different scenarios and different ways that you've got to kind of move about it and we kind of shuffle and change the deck but i my my ideal goal is every year i want to fight three times a year until i decide to change it up until okay maybe i go in here and i finish daring in a minute and i'm like oh shit well that wasn't really a fight okay let's give myself a month and i'll go again do you know what i mean i'll cut weight again and i'll go again there's like here's the here's the best part about this is i'm in control I can sit there and send Dana, Mick, and Sean Shelby an email and say, "Hey guys, I got one minute worth of a fight. I've been on a whole co- fight camp. I want to go again. You got any short notice fights? I'll jump in. Let me know." So then I'm game. But for me, it's about being active. It's about showing people that I'm I'm repeatedly showing up, and that's that's what I want. That's what that's like. If I fight three times a year for the next five years, it's 15 fights in the UFC.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fights. You know what I mean? Uh, with this card too, like you're obviously on it with your teammate Gilbert Burns, who has a. I'm big Mickey Gall. I've
4: got three of them yep. on it.
0: Mickey's yeah, you got here now. Yeah, so with um this one, like with Gilbert, like how do you kind of see that one playing out? Because that's obviously a massive fight for him.
4: Dude, it's a huge fight because Gilbert's an animal. Do you know what I mean? He's so highly respected in the in the sport, which is absolutely well deserved and well earned because he is elite. Do you know what I mean? The, the only guy to beat him in recent history is. The champion mm-hmm. who's on a 15 fight win streak. Do you know what I mean? That alone shows how good he is. And then you've got Kamzat, who's the most hyped fighter in, in the UFC at the moment. Do you know what I mean? He's the most interesting guy everyone's talking about because no one knows what to expect from him. It's a tough fight for both guys because a wrestler versus a grappler is always a tough fight, but it's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Both guys are going to bang, the both guys are going to get into it. And I don't, think, I don't think Kamzat is the type of guy that's going to be afraid of Gilbert's grappling. I think he's going to be smart enough to be prepared for it. And I know for a fact that Gilbert ain't worried about Kamzad's him because it's like they're both so game that they're going, right, let's let's just step into that octagon and let's see what happens. So I just want to sit back as a fan and watch that fight and see how it plays out because you've got two guys who are elite at what they do and world-class, and I just want to sit back and enjoy it. Obviously cheering yeah. my, my guy on, do you know what I mean? I'm hoping Durino goes out there and smashes him but it's still interesting. Do you know what I mean? It's. It, I don't think it's going to be an easy fight for either guy. I think it's going to be tough because they're both elite.
0: So, yeah. Uh, just two more things. Like, Do you think there's more pressure on you because you're Irish and because the UFC has, like, kind of shown what McGregor did and then to you, and now there's people thinking, like, oh, you have to be the next Connor? You kind of put that away, like, to the side.
4: No, I don't. Uh, people ask me this, and it's kind of hard to explain, but, I put the most pressure on myself, Cole. Every single time I fight, I expect that knockout finish. I expect mm-hmm. that highlight reel. I expect every single person that goes to that fight to leave that building going. That dude Ian Gary's something special. Do you know what I mean that's the way I think about it? Like I want people to leave there talking about me. I want Dana, Sean Shelby, the media, all going. You know when they do the post-fight scrum and they have Dana and all these guys sit down there like Ian Gary showed up again today and he got and he's like yeah. That dude's a savage. I want every single person in that building talking about me. And I've got to show up. Do you know what I mean? So I've got to put all that pressure on me to show up. But I enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? That's I've been given an opportunity to go in there on the biggest stage to do what I love to do and just just show up and show the world what I've got. And that to me is just, I'm just grateful to have that have that opportunity. So I'm going to show up every single time
0: uh last thing you got married what was that like I uh, congratulations on nah, that. thank wow.
4: you man awesome you know what? i've got a partner who's fucking amazing um i love her everything about her benefits me and my life and it's like we just work so well together we run like we run the future group together so like it's me and her we're in charge of my management company in charge of sponsors we run everything together it's like we are just we're like, together, we are successful. Together, we're happy. Everything we do is just right. So marrying her was a, an easy decision. And it was fucking awesome. We went to Vegas and had a great night, great time. And yeah, now we're just going to have a, a lifetime of fucking awesome adventures, traveling the world, having a good time. And yeah, just, just being genuinely happy. That's what we want.
0: And I do have to give credit to her. Like She is one of the easiest people that deal with to arrange interviews with you. Like I've dealt with other managers. A lot of them it's like a hassle to get a hold of them or just get <laughs> with the fighters like you and Layla just have it locked down or it's nice and easy for us. Dude,
4: like people don't understand it and it's something that I cannot wait for but like we're going to we're going to get like we're going to go to the top together. Me and her like right? this company that we've got like we're not looking to sign anyone else. This is all around me. Like we sit down, we work with brands that work for me. That I feel interested that I have passion for that I want to work with. We have all the control in regards to our content. Like, we create our content so that it's different, it's not similar, it's not, it's not, it's unlike any other MMA fighter out there. And the thing is, it's like I'm not just a fighter, like, I'm a brand in myself. Like, mm-hmm. what I do is interesting, what we do is interesting as a couple. But, dude, she's fucking awesome, and there's going to be a point. And I cannot wait for this where she's going to sit there and she's going to be literally the best manager in MMA and people are going to be fucking fuming all oh, because it's a woman. I cannot mm-hmm. fucking wait for it because there's going to be so many guys who are out there going, oh, but she's a woman. She doesn't know anything about fighting. I tell you, she fucking knows more about fighting than I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: She might know, know technique, but she knows more fighters. She knows more about mindset than anyone I've met. And she's fucking on it. So I cannot wait for that point where I'm the best fighter in the UFC. I'm the pound for pound king. And she's my manager. And well, we are my management, but she is the fucking best of the best. And people are coming to her and we're turning down everyone under the sun purely because we can. I can't fucking wait for that point.
0: Well, Ian, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this again. Thank you, man. appreciate
4: it, Cole. Have a great day. And hey, look, you have the blueprint. You message Sophie, you get on to Leila. And we'll do this whenever you're free.
0: All right, we're joined by Korean Zombies coach Eddie Cha. Eddie, how's it going, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Obviously, big fight up coming here. Like it was supposed to be Volkanovski, Holloway, and then Holloway pulls out. Like, how quickly after that did you know Zombie was gonna be the guy getting the fight?
5: Um, I didn't know until I got to the gym, and then uh I was actually teaching team practice, and then uh we got a call from uh zombies manager Jason House and said call zombie asap i was like it's four in the morning over there and then uh he said he got the title shot so called him he didn't answer he got back to me and then uh that's how i found out that's how we found out
0: and with this too like did he fly in right away or did he do part of his camp out there again i think he flew out
5: probably about a week or two after so
0: (laughs) So what's that been like? Because I know Zombie for a while has been splitting his camp, so to have him for the entire time, what's that been like?
5: Oh, he's been here this whole time. We've had an eight-week training camp, which is pretty much a full camp for us. uh, This is the best he's looked. I know everybody always says that every camp in and out, but uh, he's been dropping smart partners. and uh, His cardio looks great. Everything looks
0: good. And with Volkanovski, like, what have you made of his run? Because he's looked very good in the UFC. He
5: has. He's uh, he's on a huge win streak. Anybody that can beat uh, Holloway twice and uh, Ortega, I thought Ortega's fight was definitely fight of the year. Um, he's looked. Uh, he looks great. Uh, can't take anything away from it. But looking at the odds, I mean, five five to one underdog. Some sites got him up to seven to one. I think it's just kind of a joke, but. Uh, that's fine. There's no there's no pressure on zombie. All the pressure's on
0: him. Yeah, what w- are you surprised? Is that wide? Like Volkanovsky, like for being how good he is, like zombie still has legit knocko power. Like he can knock anyone else. So I was surprised the odds are the way they are. Yeah,
5: I'm actually happy with it. A lot of like, our friends are looking to make some money in this fight.
0: And with Alex, like, where do you think his strengths are? Cause like, he's such a well-rounded fighter that he's like a, a hard guy to beat. Like, or he could survive on the ground with Ortega. And then he went toe to toe striking with Holloway.
5: Yeah, I think he's well-rounded. I think some of his biggest strengths, he can make adjustments in between rounds. You saw him losing the Holloway, the second fight, first and second round. And then he made the adjustments three, four and five. <clears throat> I thought that was super impressive. Uh you know, the City Kickboxer, they have a great gym over there. They, they're really good at their feints. They mix up their feints to kicks really well. They switch stance fairly good. You know, he, he can he can mix it up. I think he's a really well-rounded MMA fighter. The only thing I would probably take away is he lacks a little bit of power. He's not, he's not finishing guys in there. I don't think he's finished a guy in the last four or five years. And so uh, Zombie can finish anybody from the first round to the, to the last 25th minute. And so he's, he's a super dangerous cat. I think the only guy shorter than Zombie that he's lost to was Aldo 10 years ago. Uh, I know he's not Frank Yeager, but there's a lot of uh, similarities to, you know, Volkanovski fighting outside of his uh, size, range, or height. But I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, I don't think Zombie's a 7-0-1 underdog by any means. But uh, like I said, it's good for all our friends that like to bet.
0: Do you expect Alex to wrestle zombie once he, once they start kind of trading some shots?
5: Yeah, for sure. I I think, like I said, uh, Volkanovsky mixes his wrestling in really well, but zombies pressure and, you know, the, the, the style that he kind of fights, it, it, it forces you to either throw or wrestle. So can't give away much of the game plan or anything like that. But, uh, we're definitely ready for for wherever this takes us on the cage. If he wants to strike, if he wants to continue to kick like he did. Uh, Holloway, if he wants to play that game. Uh, Zombie will be ready anywhere it
0: goes. And we've seen Alex be rocked before, like Holloway rocked him in the second fight. I think it was Mendez that had him hurt. Like, is that something though? You're even looking at with Zombie that he recovers well, so like you can't rush in and kind of exert all your energy if he gets him rocked early. Uh, Zombie's a great finisher. I don't think we have to say, Hey, hold it back, he's gonna recover
5: well. Zombie knows when somebody's hurt and and he'll get the job done. Uh, he got rocked by Holloway, but again, no disrespect to Holloway, but he's not a knockout artist either. He's more of a volume guy, he's gonna beat you with punches. I mean, he landed what a thousand strikes and and, you know, didn't get a finish off. uh, What's his name, Uh,
0: Uh,
5: yeah, so he'll be. Uh, Holloway will finish you with volume, 800 punches. Zombie can hit one shot and you're out. Um, it, it's not about power. To me, power comes from timing. The punches that you don't see, the punches that you're throwing at the same time, you know, as you're coming in, as you duck your head for those uppercuts or things like that. So Zombie's timing, I think, is what makes his power. But he definitely has pop by itself, too.
0: And this is obviously Zombie's second shot at trying to get the belt. Like the first one was like 2013 against Aldo. Like I know you kind of weren't there, but how much better do you think he is now? And especially just throughout his career now ready for this shot compared to way back then.
5: Yeah, it's, it's definitely night and day. We've got uh, we, a couple of people have asked this question before from his first fight, first title shot compared to now it's he's a completely different fighter. Um, from nutrition strength and conditioning game planning uh, you know he, he's never had so many skill sets that he does now um, never really had game planning never had the coaches that he had um, you know he, it's just completely different fighter
0: and having Cejudo too like how big is that for this camp where especially if Alex tries to wrestle and Sahuto has to be a lot better of a wrestler than Alex. So, if Zombie can stuff those. Like, that has to give you and him confidence.
5: Uh, It's huge, obviously. We couldn't get a better partner than uh, Henry Sahuto. He's been doing not only wrestling, but he's been doing play rounds. You know, it, it's a real sight to see Henry versus Zombie. And uh, it, it's been fun every week, day in, day out getting to see those guys kind of meshing at it. <clears throat> and even Henry said, you know, like in the beginning, he goes, Volkanovski super tough. We got to work on this, this, and this. And then three weeks into camp, it's like, Henry's like, he's going to knock him out. <laughs> like there's no way <laughs> Zombie's losing this fight.
0: I, I've seen a lot of talk where everyone just kind of thinks Zombie has that punter's chance that he has to knock out Alex. I actually think – it's not of the possibility that zombie could win a decision like do you think that's pretty likely too where it's not just he has to get that knock where he could out volume alex and easily win a decision that way too
5: yeah absolutely i mean uh, zombie's last fight with dan egate went to decision and he showed that composure uh you know zombie mixed in wrestling as well his last fight so i thought he he won four to five uh <coughs> rounds off egate and uh he shows that he can do that. He's not just a knockout artist. Zombie's super technical. Most knockout artists are looking for that one punch shot. Um, he can beat you with the jab. He can beat you with wrestling. Uh, I think his wrestling is super underrated and his jujitsu as well. And so, yeah, he can definitely win decision. But I'd like to see him get him out of there quick.
0: Uh, I know you don't want to give away too much, but like. I Like, how do you kind of see it? I imagine you think Zombie's going to get that knockout, but do you think that would be earlier? Do you think it would be, like, later as he kind of wears on Alex?
5: I heard that uh Volkanovski uh, said he was going to get Zombie out of there in under three rounds. And it's funny because I think the exact same thing, if not two. So that's my prediction.
0: If Zombie wins, like, do you think it's – an immediate rematch right away just because volkanovski has had the belt or do you think it's off to holloway or off to these different guys
5: uh i have no idea that's so far down the line and that's i don't even know if that's up to us to be honest with you we just want to win that belt first
0: yeah Uh, what would it be like for you to win that belt because i know you've worked closely with zombie for years so to see him win the belt like what would that be like
5: that would definitely be a, a goal of mine, uh, but it would be huge because Korea has never had a UFC world champion, Asia in general has never had a male UFC champion, so he would be the first, and uh, that would be something special, especially I'm Korean as well, and we have such a special bond, and uh, I would love for seeing him win that belt April 9th.
0: Do you think that adds pressure to him that he's trying to be that first, or is that something that he's not even really thinking about?
5: No, I think we, we've already gone over all those things and I think maybe some of the odds I can definitely see, obviously Volkanowski would be favored, but, uh, it, it could be, you know, um, zombie lost to Ortega in a striking battle and, uh, you know, Ortega and Volkanowski beat him. And so, but we all know MMA math never works out like that. Alrighty, I'll see you. And, um. And, and then the bigger fights, like that was a fight that it was a title eliminator. Uh, he's lost. He, oh shit! Sorry. Spell that, okay. Eric. Uh, and then also he lost the Aldo fight. So those are the two biggest fights, and I think he lost that. So people were thinking, you oh, know, he doesn't fight well under pressure and all this stuff. Um, and so we kind of went over a lot of that stuff. We also went over. Uh, we also brought in a, a mental coach to help with all that stuff and. Everything that we put into this camp, it's really been working. Uh, we, we've gotten the results. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell you all the changes that we've made. You know, uh, the court, the team-wise, coaches-wise, it, it's it's all the same. But when it comes to training and everything else, we've added so much to this camp, and it's really starting to show in all the sparring sessions.
0: I know everyone always says, like, oh, this is the best camp. But, like, just judging off that, like, it seems like – you guys have kind of taking the right steps, and with this, like, you guys got even though it was showing us like you still got a ton of notice. Like, how much did that help? Where you had like all this time to kind of formulate this game plan, where it's not just you're filling in, and you only had like three, four weeks to jump in there.
5: Yeah, it, I mean, I know like t- title camps, everyone likes to do ten to twelve weeks, but we got uh, I think about ten weeks, and so it, to us, it's a full camp. He's a hundred percent ready. Everything is good to go. I mean, we've been studying uh, Mokonoski for quite some time, too. I mean, he's been champ for quite quite a while. Uh, so, there's no excuses if he loses, but uh, I, I really feel good about this fight. I don't like making predictions, but at the same time, I like being honest. And uh, <clears throat> we have three on the card. This, this, this camp has been hard because... We have Calvin Gasolin, and Mark Madsen and Zombie all in the same car. Then we have Eric Anders just got in town. Tracy Cortez just got a fight. and uh, the, We have three Mongolians here, Alatanghei Lee. There's just so many fights coming up. Cyborg was in town for a little bit. We helped her out. And, uh, we just finished Figueredo's camp. So it's just been one thing after another. This has been our busiest year at Fight Ready. But it's been great. Can't complain.
0: And then Cejudo's not doing any, any favors, just recruiting everyone over. Yeah,
5: yeah. It, it, it's careful what you ask for, because uh, and that's it, Literally, how it started. Uh, who should we bring in? Who do you want to work with, Coach? And anybody I say, it's literally. Oh, they're coming in Monday. Then and I was like, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so, uh, just last question though. Like on the flip side, though, like how much of a help has Cejudo been? Not even just with the wrestling, but. He's been a world champion. He kind of knows what it takes especially with him and zombie. I know him and zombie worked together in the past. Like how important has he been on not even just the wrestling, but the mental side for this camp.
5: Oh, he's been huge. He's been at uh we have meetings twice a week. He's been at all the meetings. Like I said, he's been helping out with uh sparring, play rounds, the wrestling, helping out with the mindset, the uh mental preparation of, of what he should be thinking about during uh fight week, fight camp, fight day, and so forth and someone that's been there and knows how to handle pressure better than anybody winning the olympics you know and gold medal and winning two division champ you couldn't ask for a better partner in uh i mean he he's uh he's a coach now too so he's uh he's a huge part of this camp
0: oh, well Eddie, i appreciate the time as always thank you so much for doing this my pleasure man anytime let's go yeah. All right, we're joined by UFC heavyweight, Yorzenio strike who's back at UFC 273. Yersinio,
2: how's it going, man? Good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing well. Obviously, uh, another fight booked. Like, was this the right amount of time off, or are you hoping to return a bit
2: sooner after the last one? I I want to return sooner, but it is what it is, and uh got me enough time to uh, get in shape in the way I wanted, and...
0: Uh, what do you take away from that last fight against Blades? Obviously, you landed some good shots. Like his eye was like basically shut from that, and yeah, uh, yeah. wrestling played that the role though.
2: Uh, I think it was a really good fight. Uh, I learned a lot, uh, especially of this guy's wrestling. And as people are saying, he has the highest great wrestling in the heavyweight division. And I, I I experienced, I I experienced, I have the experience with him to share the octagon, of course. Um yeah. It goes his way, it goes sideways, you know, and uh overall I think I improve my uh I think I improve my overall game. You keep seeing me? Sorry? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh oh one second cause someone was calling me real quick. Let me say I'm busy. Sorry. And yeah, I think it was a really good fight, and I learned my lessons. And this is how it's gonna be: It's the top fifteen, the top ten, the top five, and there's a reason we rank it so high. So.
0: And Marcin Tybura, like, is this a guy you thought you'd fight, or is this a
2: name that kind of uh, surprised you? No, it doesn't. Uh he was asking for the fight like when I fought Augusta Sakai for the co main event. He said who wins the main event fight? He wanna fight that guy and now uh, it's that time. So um that fight makes sense. Uh it's a good matchup. Uh he's a guy's been around for a while, he's doing his thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good matchup for us and we'll go for this one and try to win as well.
0: You know, what have you made of his UFC run? Because he was on that really good winning streak. Then obviously, last lost the last fight to Volkov, who's right up there.
2: I think he's doing a pretty good job in the heavyweight division, uh, especially the he had a four wide winning streak or three. Uh, but I think he do a pretty good job. And now I'm gonna face him and see what he made of. And of course, I want to win this fight, and and I wanted I'm gonna go everywhere to win this fight. Yeah.
0: Are you expecting Marcin to shoot often and try to take you down pretty often in this one?
2: Of course, everybody wants to do that, yeah. so we'll be prepared. Uh, especially after my last fight, um, yeah, the wrestling, the wrestling, get in my mind, and 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 I forced myself to go back to zero, especially with the wrestling part, and yeah. How do you think you match up against
0: Taibura? Because I think a lot of people would imagine if it stays on the feet, you're obviously the better striker. But then
2: if he can get you down, like that's obviously the big if. Yeah, but uh, I think Martin is a, is an overall fighter. He, he has his jiu-jitsu. He has his Greco wrestling, I see. Knock people down, you know, he's on the feet. So, yeah, I think mostly if it stays on the feet, that's easier for me. Try to take me down. I gotta work myself out of there and 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 make sure I can finish the fight wherever it goes uh
0: with this one obviously like how do you kind of see it playing out like I know whenever you fight like you're always searching for that knockout,
2: yeah, of course, the knockout it comes by himself. It's not that I'm searching for it, I know I have it in my hands um as soon as I'm start touching people, they're having big problems, and yeah, then they want to rush to the ground so Any error, you know, I say always any error, I can knock somebody out. But you're going to see, I'm going to be in shape, uh, working on myself, and I feel really good. So going into this fight, I feel perfect.
0: Uh, You obviously use your kicks a lot, but is that something that you're going to limit just with Tybora trying to wrestle you, and obviously it's a bit easier to grab your leg if you're throwing it?
2: Nah, I'm just going to be myself and have fun in there, yeah.
0: How much of a benefit is it that this fight is happening right after Blade, so you can kind of, you've already been preparing for the wrestling and takedown defense for probably over a year
2: now? Yeah. uh, How should I put this? I mean, since I've been in the UFC, I've been working on my wrestling. It's not there where I want it to be, but uh, I'm improving my overall game every day, every time, every fight, and I feel that Everything is coming around, and it's the perfect time. So now I can start go back forward and work myself up in the division and take this over. Uh,
0: you get the knockout win here. Like, where do you think that kind of puts
2: you in the grand scheme of things? Uh, as soon as I put this guy away, I want to go right back in it and I want to go back for the top five, top ten, top five. And, and yeah, I think that's the most important part.
0: What do you make of the top of the division since because the last time we talked, obviously, a lot of change? We saw Ngannou defeat, gone, we saw Tui Vasa kind of skyrocket and knock out
2: Derek Lewis. Like, what do you kind of make of obviously Ngannou winning and then Tui Vasa's rise? No, nah, I mean, it's pretty awesome, and I'm happy that things are getting changed. Um, I hope everything gets resolved with Nganu and the UFC. Um, yeah. I'm going to see what's going to happen up there. Right now, I'm focusing on what is in front of me, and that's Marcin. And as soon as I win this fight, I'll start looking forward to see who and what and who is available.
0: Who do you think should get the next title shot? Because Ngannou seems like he's going to be out for a while. Like There's Stipe out there. There's obviously John Jones, and Tui Voss has kind of put himself right up there to get a title
2: shot. If you ask me who should get the title shot, I don't know. But if you come, Mami doesn't go with John Jones or Steepy for an interim title. Why? I mean, we we've been fighting, fighting the whole division mm-hmm. for two years since COVID and all the thing, the uh, and the whole pandemic. We've been training, working hard, and I think one of us should get the title shot. Maybe I'm not in the perfect spot right now, but there are others that rank bef- above me that should get a title shot. But I don't think. A uh, fighter that doesn't fight, uh, keep talking behind and say a lot of things. Just come and fight and earn your place. Oh,
0: like what is kind of your goal for the, this year? Like I know you always want to be active, and if you can go out there and knock out Tiberio, like it sets you up for a pretty big year. Right now, I always
2: want to fight uh, the most that I can in a year. Uh, right now, I'm gonna go first for this one. Uh, it's my main focus, and after this one, I'm gonna see who's available. And I'm gonna be staying in shape, so I can pick fights. And, and 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 I mean, if someone fell out or something happened, someone got injured, you don't know. But if I'm in, I'm in shape. I can pick any fight, you know. So I'm gonna go forward and win this fight and, and move up there again.
0: Do you think like, uh, like, do you like being on these three round pay per view fights, or do you rather be that main event and have those five round fights?
2: I do the five round fight better. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Is there know, a specific reason? Yeah, I know I have the gas tank that, that mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can go slowly in the fight and bring it up uh to the higher pace. Uh for example, that blade fight, we wanted it for five rounds, but they couldn't do that. It, you know, uh it was a pay-per-view card, there were two main uh was a, uh two main events. So but it goes how it goes and Right now we're focusing. We're focusing what is in front of us. That fight goes. Probably meet this guy again because yeah, we all we all gonna be in the top end, and we probably fight a guy two three times.
0: With the bigger octagon though, like, do you think that's a benefit to you in this one? So there's like your backs not right up to the fence right away, like the apex, especially if Tybor is gonna try to get you down.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it it benefits, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I've, I've been fighting in a in a six foot six uh, ring for years, so. Uh, you'll be learning, to turn around, uh, 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 keep keep moving. So, I don't think that's 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 a problem. But if it goes that way, uh, in the bigger octagon, you have more space, you know. So,
0: obviously, the big news is with the pay per view front and fans. Like, how exciting is that for you to be back in front of fans?
2: That's really exciting, and it's been a while. Uh, my last fight was also with fans, and it was it was it was awesome. But uh, after the pandemic, fighting again with fans is always, is always awesome and nice. Uh, with
0: this one too, like going back down to Jacksonville, like is that something you're excited about? Less travel for you with uh, being in Florida?
2: Correctly, because it's, uh, it's two hours or three hours driving for me. So it's, it's right there. And I'm, I'm happy I don't have to fly or, you know, just drive it in.
0: Yeah, and same, t- and same time zone you're on, so you don't have to like
2: adjust your sleep or anything. Correctly, correctly. Now I'm happy that it's, it's it's right in Jacksonville. I love Jacksonville as well. So we're gonna light it up. It's gonna be awesome.
0: Obviously you fought in Ganu there. Like is it a bit of a shot at like a redemption going back to Jacksonville in the kind same of,
2: kind of, kind of. But that time it was without fans. It was the first defense we fought without fans when the pandemic started. So now it's gonna be different and it's gonna be awesome, and I'm gonna take my advantage.
0: Who are kind of the main guys you're working with? Like, obviously, a
2: lot of good heavyweights and bodies at ATT, but like, is there specific I work, guys? I work with the most, most guys like Marcos Bujesha, uh, Almeida, uh, Pesão, Marcelo, Steve Marco, King Mo, Conan Ziviera, all the coaches actually, and all the heavyweights, Junior DeSantos as well. So, all the heavyweights that's there, we're helping each other and make sure we get the best out of ourselves in the, in the gym. And when we have to fight, we'll be in shape. We'll be ready. How big
0: of a help is King Mo? Because he's obviously a very good grappler as well.
2: It's a big help. It's a huge help. Uh, My wrestling is getting on point. My takedown defense is there. It's not where we want it to be, but it's there. And and my wrestling is going good. As I say, my overall game is getting better. And if I was a four, I'm a five now. So I'm happy that I'm going, I'm moving up in level.
0: Do you think that's going to be like something that you're always going to have to be working on as your wrestling just because you came from that kickboxing background? And like a lot, but even then, like a lot of the heavyweights
2: are strikers, where I don't know like how many are going to try to wrestle you. I always work on my striking, keep working on my striking, but I'll I add the wrestling to my game. And yeah, that's the way we work on it. And, and, and yeah,
0: uh, just last thing, you get your hand raised here, like. Do you kind of plan to call anyone out, or is it just kind of see how the
2: heavyweight uh, landscape changes and whoever the UFC gives you? Right now I'm going to see who's who's active. Mm -hmm. Uh, Calling someone out makes sense, maybe not, but I want to see who's going to be active because maybe you call someone out, you get that fight, that person is out for what, four months, so you got to wait four months. I don't want to be that long, 5-1. No, I don't want to be that long. I want to get in there and be active uh, uh, as the beginning of my career with the UFC. And I'm excited. Well,
0: Yarzino, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this.
2: No problem. Thank you.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. We're joined by UFC lightweight Vince Pichelle. is back in action. Vince, how's it going, man?
6: What's up, Carl? Do you good, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Obviously, we did this interview back it, like end of January when you're supposed to fight Mark Madsen in February, you get delayed two months. Like, what was that kind of process like? Like, you think you were going to get another fight, or was it always rebook this one? Um, well, my thought process is, I, I wanted this fight. I wanted, to, I wanted to rebook
6: this fight. Uh, when when Madsen first pulled out, they offered me a Nazareth Harpquist, and I declined the fight. <clears throat> they asked me why I told him because there's nothing to gain besides money from beating him. And I wanted to, I wanted to beat Madsen because I wanted, I wanted his, I wanted to take his undefeated record and I want, he's a, he's a, he's an Olympian. Right. So I want to beat Madsen. Madsen's a guy I wanted. And I just feel like the universe owes me. So I said no to the Nazrat fight and then they're like, okay, we might be sitting a little bit. Um So I was like, whatever, no big deal. Uh I'll get money. I'm going to do my medicals and just let me know when this guy's ready. Cause he's not getting away from that. It's ass beating. So, uh, they're like, okay, cool. And then a week later I got the call, like, Hey, Madison's ready April 9th. So I was like, was he really that injured that he was out for a week? And then I got the call back to like redo this fight or was he trying to just bitch out and dodge me or something, you know, like, or maybe it was something with his wife. I don't, maybe it was a family thing, you know, because I know his wife has MS and MS and maybe kind of struggling with that. So I hope it wasn't anything like that, but, um, the fight's on now. So, uh, his ass
0: is mine. are you glad though it's still on a pay-per-view and in front of fans cuz that would have sucked if you were at the 271 card and then they just put you on an Apex event
6: Yeah um well let me tell you this So I've been in the UFC since 2012 Uh the first UFC I ever fought on was 173 So when this fight got canceled and they put me on 273 I was like okay 100 years 100 UFCs later this is mine So when they said that I was I was all for it honestly I was all for it. The coincidence of that was was a good sign for me.
0: And with the two months extra, like how much of a benefit is that to you, where you can just start training even more wrestling than you already were for him?
6: Yeah, it actually helped me a lot because I was I was honestly ready for him in February, um, but he just he honestly just gave me more time. He gave me more time to train for him, which is bad because I'm still getting better as a fighter. You know, I'm 39 years old, but if you see my fight against Miller and then my mm-hmm. fight against Hubbard. There's a big improvement in my game, and I've only been at Factory X for a few months before that fight, right? So in this fight, you're gonna see you're gonna see a little more a little more, uh, a little more of, of the things that I've been working on and, and uh, how much better I've gone since that fight as well.
0: Have you watched his fight against Hubbard to kind of see how he fought him just because that was obviously your last fight?
6: Yeah, no, not yet, actually. Uh, I'm gonna start actually watching film on him now. I've, I don't really watch too much film on him uh, ahead of time um i usually watch the film like last month because i don't like to get too far into like their game and whatnot right like i focus on me my strengths and then i watch them i study them and then i look i look for holes that i'm going to expose right so that's what i do so i haven't really looked at it yet but i imagine honestly he'd fight me a lot like he fought hubbard because me and hubbard are very similar styles um i move a lot more than hubbard right hubbard's a little more stationary than i am but we're very similar in that aspect so i think he'd fight me honestly just like hubbard but i'm i'm Really expecting him just to fight me like Gregor did, just not even throw a fucking punch, and just try to wrestle me the whole time, right? Because there's no way he's gonna want to. He's not. He's not gonna want to get hit by these hands. I'm gonna guarantee him that. So I, I think that's what it is.
0: Is this a fight sort of like to kind of get redemption and like shut a lot of people up after the Gregor fight that you can beat these top like elite level wrestlers?
6: Yeah, i a little bit because um that Gregor, uh, the Gregor fight was a big opportunity for me, right? And I, I kind of choked. I mean. I choked on the opportunity, right? And so this time, I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm I'm going out there and I'm gonna fucking ruin this guy, man. And <clears throat> I'm not gonna feel the way I felt after that Gregor fight again. I'm I'm he better fucking kill me because there's no way I'm gonna allow that to happen in this fight.
0: Oh, with this one, like stylistically, like I imagine for you it's just the longer it stays standing, the better for you.
6: Oh yeah, of course. I mean everyone's his hands are like amateur right so his striking's not really there but he's he's got that wrestling you know he's a greco olympian so that that's the thing that i'm that i'm more uh i'm focused on stopping that and and just making him fight my fight which is a striking game right because i'll beat him there i'll beat him on the feet every you know 10 out of 10 times um but uh a really cool thing that i that i have over here at factory x is i actually have a couple guys who are who are uh like olympic material greco wrestlers that have actually competed against Matson, right and, and are very i have one guy in my gym that's honestly a spitting image of him so i've been using he's been my main training partner and and if 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 they're that much of a spitting image mattson's in for a really shitty night a fast shitty night uh,
0: that first takedown like how important is that i imagine if you stuff it your confidence only goes up and his starts to like dwindle a little oh yeah of course uh And yeah, you know what?
6: He's a different kind of wrestler, right? Like he's an upper body Mm -hmm. wrestler, which is actually kind of like, I don't want to say, I don't know. He's an upper body wrestler, which my first loss was against the Greco guy, right? Um, I just got my ass kicked that fight, but I've been really focusing a lot on that. And so he's just, I mean, to me, he's just kind of like a, he's a specialist, right? He has his wrestling and that's it. And so that's really all you have to worry about stopping to me. Like once I stop his wrestling, there's really nothing else that I have to worry about from him because that's that's his only threat to me is his wrestling. I'm not afraid of his hands. I'm not afraid of his strike. I'm not afraid of him knocking me out. Right, if he knocks me out, he knocks me out. But I'm not afraid of it. Right, I don't think he has the I don't think he has the ability to knock me out. Um, so it's it's mainly just that. I think it's just gonna be that kind of game where I have to stop his wrestling. And yeah, when I stop his wrestling, you're gonna see his face go from happy to what the fuck am I gonna do? Right, And, and I'm excited to see that face come out of him.
0: Oh, what you make of his last fight? Because that was a super close fight against Guida. And I know a lot of people thought Guida won it.
6: Yeah, I, I don't think he won that fight. I don't think he won that fight, but you can't trust the judges. So he got the win. You know what I mean? um uh, But yeah, we actually fought on the same card. So we were in the same dressing room, too, which I thought was kind of funny. <clears throat> and then uh also, I found out that he actually trained at Factory X for a little bit. He trained at Factory X for a little bit before me, and then he left um and then came back and then ended up in Vegas. Like I don't know what what he what his you know relationship with Mark or the other coaches or Factory X was, but I know he did train there for a little bit. You got some time with the guys, and then it wasn't very. It was short lived, right? And I don't know. I don't know what it was, but <clears throat> I just want to beat this dude's ass. <laughs>
0: a lot of good bodies at factory x this is like second camp i'm trying to remember i think this is your second full one right yeah it's my second full camp yeah so so who are kind of the guys you're working with for this one like same guys last one or a bit different just because you're fighting more of a wrestler again uh the
6: same but a little different right so i have a couple guys so uh uh alex hernandez is one of my main training partners Um, i've been working a lot of wrestling with him a lot of little things um Colin Anglin is a really good wrestler. I'm wrestling with him. Jacoby Jones, who is a really good Greco and uh, freestyle wrestler. Um, and then we have another guy, Nick uh, Nick Tarpley, who's, like I said, that's the guy that's a spinning image of basically uh, of Madsen. And he's got Olympic-level uh, Greco, right? And And it's not to say sometimes uh, he gets the better of me, but it's, it's getting farther and farther and farther when he does do that. So I'm definitely getting – making big strides in my wrestling my wrestling is looking really good my mixture of wrestling and striking is looking really good so I'm, I'm just i'm just stoked but like those are my main training partners and they've really helped me a lot invested a lot of time in me uh in in us actually as as far as that goes but it, yeah it's mainly just those dudes you
0: know you keep it standing like he's a guy where we haven't really seen him take a whole lot of punishment and you never know what he's gonna react if he starts getting hit a lot it's like this is a fight you think you can probably get that stoppage in oh yeah, you're going to find out April 9th how he reacts when he gets
6: hit. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's getting hit, dude. There's no way he's not going to get hit.
0: Uh, is more of the game plan for this one like just punches, like don't let him really get to your legs, but then at the same time, like he goes for those like locks around your waist. So He's not really a guy that shoots for your legs.
6: Yeah, he's not really a guy that shoots for legs. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, and without giving up too much uh, as far as my game plan, I'm going to be throwing kicks. I'm not going to be afraid to throw kicks at him. So he, he's got... I feel like he's honestly got more to worry about in this fight than I do. All I really have to worry about is wrestling and just getting smothered down where he's got to worry about getting his fucking head knocked off, you know? So the fight, I think the fight's a little scarier for him than it is for me.
0: Yeah. That's something that when uh, Tim Elliott fought like at uh, two seventy-two. I was talking to him and he kind of brought something similar where he's like, what's the worst that happens when he was fighting one of Habib's guys. He's like, I just lay on my back for 15 minutes. I don't take any damage. Basically, is that like, does that basically help you in the fight where you're not stressing about Getting knocked out, like the worst thing is you just get held down for 15 minutes. A little
6: bit, yeah, because I mean, shit. If if I'm finding a guy like, for instance, when I fought Jim Miller, I bought I fought Austin Hubbard. I have to worry about their striking and their grappling, you know. So it's it's more for me to worry about in 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 the fight in that aspect. Um, and it's not that it's not that like I said, it's not like he can't knock me out, right? Because if he catches me, I'm sure he'd be able to hurt me and do something like that. But I just don't I just don't see his level of striking even comparing to me when I'm in there. And uh, he's going to have a really hard... I just feel like he's going to have a really hard time with it, man.
0: What do you think a win, especially if you finish him, does for you? Like, you take his, oh, he's pretty hyped up because he's, like, an Olympic silver medalist. Like, that probably has to shoot you up the rankings a bit.
6: Yeah, and, and if I'm honest, I'm not really too, like, into the rankings or the popularity contest of that shit because I know, I know I am as a person and as a fighter, right? And I know uh, a lot of these guys think twice about accepting a fight for me. So... I know definitely beating him will, will uh, propel me a little bit. But, I mean, who's he fought in the UFC? He's fought Guida, right? That's literally the only guy he's fought. Well, Austin Hubbard and Guida. And I don't, even know the, I don't even know the guy he fought before, Hubbard, right? But those are literally his three fights in the UFC. So um, I feel like I'm a good competition for him, and he's a good competition for me. I just feel like I have more experience in fighting than he does, and that's going to play out in the fight.
0: And you've been in like these bad situations before and you kind of know how to get out of them where for him like he's never experienced getting dropped or rocked. So is that something too that you think if you can drop him, that kind of can throw him off because he's never done it and doesn't know how to like respond to it?
6: Uh yeah, most definitely. I think uh <clears throat> I'm gonna say this, like I punch like a fucking truck, man, and, and mm. I know I know a lot of times I don't knock people out, but when I hit you and it's a solid hit, it changes your mentality. I have that punch that's going to make you think twice about getting hit by me. And so I think that's going to be a really, a really uh, real thing for him. And uh, I don't know, we'll see how he reacts, right? He might just go down, he might get up, he might just take it. You know what I mean? Because fuck, I kicked Jim Miller straight across his face and that dude just ate it and then took me down. So who knows, you could be a tough son of a bitch like that, right? And just eat punches, but
0: you know, shit, we'll see. (laughs) And you have a really good gas tank as well, where that's kind of, how he beats a lot of those guys he can just like out like out tire them and out wear them out like is that something you think kind of negates a lot of his game too is where you're going to be there for 15 hard minutes
6: oh yeah he he's definitely going to gas out fighting against me right i'm gonna i'm gonna put so much on him that he's gonna be the one he's gonna be the one gassing, not me so that was another thing too that i was thinking about is as i uh someone a couple of the other people told me that he's he's a gasser right he gasses himself out so i'm kind of I don't know. It's, it's all just good news, right? I'm trying not to get too confident in the fight, and over where I'm overly confident, but I'm I'm confident that I'm that I'm gonna I'm gonna put this dude out.
0: A bigger octagon too with the pay per view. Like, is that a big benefit where you have more room to move and it's not so close to the fence? It's a benefit that
6: I get to be free in my movement, but it's not a benefit because he he can run for me a little bit
0: too, you know. <laughs> If you get the win here in a stoppage win, like do you really have anyone you want next? Or is it just whoever the UFC offers you would just kind of start racking up these fights again? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not really thinking ahead of him. I'm just like, I'm going to
6: beat him and then see who's available. And then I'm going to be like, okay, this guy will propel me. I, I want to I wanna take this guy, right? And I'll have a talk with Shelby, and manager, Jason, and we'll do that. But honestly, I'm not really even thinking about the next opponent. Um, if I'm honest, the people I really want to beat up are these fucking corrupt ass politicians, man. Like those are the people I want to beat the fuck out of. Like, I for sure want to kick the shit out of every single one of them. All these, these fucking Joe Biden's, these Nancy Pelosi's right. Like I want to, I want to beat the fuck out of these corrupt pieces of shit that pretend like they're doing the best for us, but they're really just doing the best for their own wallet. You know what I mean? Those are the people I really want to beat the hell out of. But as far as fighters, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to starch Madsen. I'm going to see who's next. And then we're going to go from there, man.
0: I know we've talked about it in the past, but that Gregory match, that's still one you want to get back sometime down the line. Yeah, I would definitely get that back. I definitely would want to get that back, but I don't think
6: he's going to take that fight. I don't think he would accept that fight unless it's like a top contender fighter, maybe even for a title shot again, right? And then, shit, my embarrassing better be on point because he's just going to wrestle me the whole time. He's for sure not going to trash talk with me. He's going to fight me the same way he did the first time, I'm guaranteed.
0: Are you hoping, though, like, keep putting you on these pay-per-views like it's going to be hard to get back in front of the just the apex after experiencing the crowd
6: Ah, oh, no man i don't care i grew up fighting with no crowd throw you know what i mean and i'm the kind of person that if i have a problem with someone i take them i take them to the side and it's just between me and you so i love the intimacy of the apex but there's nothing like that roar of the crowd either
0: well the last time we did an interview too we like you were saying a bunch of those uh street stories you had and a lot of people were enjoying them. you told the one where like it was like a huge brawl and you were having like wow, baseball bats and all that kind of You're stuff. Frozen. Oh, good now or no? Oh, I lost you. That's okay. Internet. Oh, Hello? there you go. I got you back. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I was oh, What'd You say, I was just saying last time we did the interview, you were uh, explaining some of those street fight stories you've been in. And a lot of people enjoyed those. So it's not a surprise. You'd take them out back.
6: <laughs> yeah. But, but that's just me, man. Like I just had a, like, I had a different life, right? I was, I, I, my life lessons I learned in the street in real life. So that's just, that's just me, but, but that's worked me and shaped me into the person I am today, you know? But it's good to hear that people like that kind of stuff. And, uh, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Sometimes I look back at, at what, what the things I've gone through and, and been through and, and done, and I'm like, damn, what a fucking wild son of a bitch you were, man. <laughs>
0: uh, last thing, I know you're, you've are you obviously mentioned it you're 39, but you took a lot of years off just after, like, kind of all the injuries and all that. So, like, are you still feeling, like, pretty fresh in there? Like, I know most 39-year-olds are lightweight. I heard about retiring, but your body hasn't really been through a whole lot of those fight years. So Do you still think you have a couple years left in you?
6: Oh, yeah, I got more than a couple of years of me, man. Like I'm feeling really good. And it's not that I don't have little injuries here and there because I do. Right. But it's nothing that keeps me out of training now. I'm, I'm, I've been uh, since I came out here to, to Factory X, I've been really focusing on uh, doing physical therapy and recovering and taking care of my body and making sure that my old ass can go to the gym in the morning, man. You know, so every day after practice, uh, we practice uh, two days a week, three days a week. I lift. The other uh, days of the week, I go and do physical therapy, or I get worked on, or I, I do a lot of uh, active recovery and self care on, on the other on the other end of it now. So that's kept me really, uh, really in the gym, honestly, every day. And uh, shit, look at this fight—you're getting a fight. What every uh, more than once a year now out of me, huh? Yeah, I fought when last August. So I mean, technically, it's still a once a year fight, but. I could potentially, if I beat this guy and I don't have any issues, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight again this year. I'm gonna try to get another fight in, at least one more. Oh,
0: well, Vince, I appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you, Sheldon. I appreciate you, man. It's good to be here. Yeah. All right, we're joined by Jared Van Dera, who's taking a short notice fight at UFC 273. Jared, how's it going, man?
7: Doing all right. Uh, just you know, getting caught up. He tried. Two uh, two teammates uh competing uh for uh the quarterfinals. Uh, so yeah, just been yep. keeping up with those guys. Uh
0: short notice fight, how did this one come together?
7: Uh it just it kind of popped up. Like I was I don't know. I like I felt like I was gonna be fighting Lexi on Linux soon. Maybe it's because my coach uh Joe Day Stevenson just kept on bringing it up every other weekend and like, and so it was just bound to happen, you know.
0: Oh, your last fight too, like, what do you take away from that? Like a split decision, very close fight against Arlovsky.
7: Uh, one of the things is just kind of not like, like I think I was trying to hold my. More for the third round and I think I've been I've been a lot more cautious in my fights ever since I joined the UFC uh like I've been very cautious and second guessing my abilities uh like I like I've I've never once questioned my skills but once I got in the UFC it immediately went out the door like I started questioning fucking everything like oh my wrestling's not that good oh my jiu-jitsu is not that good Oh, this and oh, that. And then I'm just like, fucking, why Why have I questioned myself? Why have I, you know, questioned my abilities? And even then, like, with the whole thing with Orlowski, I was like, I questioned my ability to take him down, which I don't know why. Like, I questioned my ability to control him. And I, like, and just watching it just really pissed me off. I'm like, fuck, it's like, this guy... I could have maybe taken down or I could, and that's all I might've needed to win a round. Like I just needed to win one round, uh, in two more judges eyes then I would have won the fight. And yeah, that's, you know, that's something I've realized, uh, that's like I, need to, I need to work on just being able to just say, fuck it and go for it. And I do. I know I do better with the short term uh, turnovers. That I'm a lot more confident because I don't get time to second guess myself. I don't get time to question my abilities. I just have to go. And like right now, like it feels good knowing that I have like like I said, two teammates in the quarterfinals of the ADCC trials. Um, I mean, for people that I don't know, that's like the top grappling event. And so, knowing that I could uh, jump on those people, uh, I've submitted a few of them, to know that I can hang with those guys, knowing how far in the ranks that they are now, I'm just like, yo, why can't I just turn that into my MMA career? So, and honestly, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, don't go to the ground with Lexi, don't go, I'm like, fuck it, let's go to the ground. I, you know, like let, let's let's try to choke each other out. So I'm I'm not saying you'll see me pull guard. It'll be a cold day in hell before you see me ever pull guard. But uh like if we go to the ground, I'm not gonna just be like, oh no, we're on the ground. Um uh, like I have before. And a lot of it's mental uh, for me. A lot of it's just a lot of doubt. A lot of, like, oh, I question my abilities. Fuck it. You know, I'm going to try to choke him if we give an the opportunity. And I know he's going to try to choke me. All right? Like, I should be walking out to Wu-Tang protection going into this fight. But I, I feel like I could win. And I could beat him on the ground also.
0: And with this one, like, how quickly are you kind of expecting Alexi to like shoot on you because I couldn't imagine him wanting to strike with you for too long.
7: I I I wouldn't say he would hang out there long. I like like I've noticed he hasn't really shot lately. He's been more or less pulling guard or trying to pull mm-hmm. people on top of him. He even did the head and arm and literally just try to clean uh, like link up and fall backwards. He also tried that with um, Chris Dawkins too. Um, Speedvac. I saw Spivak try to take him down, I think, twice. And he shot on Spivak. But again, you know, both guys, you know, being grappling, heavy-oriented people, not surprising.
0: And I know UFC have a lot of power. Like, I think a lot of people would think if you're going to win this fight, it's going to be by knockout. But you kind of said earlier that you're not going to be scared to go to the ground. Like, is that something that personally you want to do is test your ground game against his, or you kind of just maybe hoping that a quick knockout happens?
7: First of all, I've only knocked out one person in my whole career. Yeah. The rest of them came by TKO's. Like, I've broken people's faces. I've broken bones. I just don't knock people out. I don't have the, that Francis Derek Lewis decapitating punch. Power. Now we could say that with my kicks, that's a whole different argument, but again, I still haven't landed a head kick knockout yet. Lexi might be the first, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I need to knock him out. If i knock him out, cool. I do feel like is I'm going to get a TKO first or second round on the ground. If I could pin, like, wrap him up against the cage or even in the center of the cage and punch his lights out, that's where I honestly think. Would most likely have not. And honestly, I don't care first, second, or third. I just want to win. Fuck how I win. Because let's let's just win, first and foremost. If I happen to win by knockout, cool. Like, I need to, like, solidify myself as a fighter, uh, as a UFC fighter, and uh, hopefully myself as a mainstay. But I need to do that by winning. So that's my main goal right now is winning. How I win, I don't care. I'll jab my way to a victory in this fight. I don't care. Maybe throw a Hadouken in there, just spice things up, and occasional calf kick and call it a day.
0: And Have you re-signed with the UFC? Because I know most contracts run four fights, and this is obviously your fifth fighter. I'm trying to remember. Did you get that new deal before the Orlovsky fight?
7: Yes, I re signed when I took the asthmat.
0: Oh, fight. yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: And then they offered me for January 14th, I think it was. And then he pulled out. Then they actually asked me if I would want to fight Orlowski, uh, like January 14th or something. I said, yeah, but then my manager was like, hey, we do this in Houston a month. In in a month. I'm like, even better. Fuck it. So, I have taken the last – I have agreed upon four short-notice fights uh, since the asthma – or including the asthma fight.
0: So. Do you – Do you think you might be fighting for your job here? Just because you never know when you lose three in a row in the UFC.
7: Uh, Yes and no. Uh, That's kind of why I'm just focusing on winning. But I also know when you work with them, like, I mean, I didn't have to take this fight. It does nothing. uh, Like, it it puts me at risk. The fact that I took on a week. puts me at risk. But at the same time, the fact that I don't think anyone else wanted to fight it. There's there's people out there that I talk about being big and bad and big and scary, can't take a short notice fight. And, and to me, you're not as big bad as, as and as scary as you think you are because you can't take a short notice fight. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I mean, I also know a lot of people don't like that mindset, and I, I get both. I get both sides of it. Like you know. Camp and you know get a chance to really hone down and tighten up some things going to fight. Who knows? But at the same time, like this is a good opportunity. The fact that I come in take a fight, might be you know. And if I put on a good show, let's say we go. Let's say it's a fucking war, split decision. And let's say it doesn't go my way because let's be real, judges don't like me. Um, who like? The UFC was like, yo, this dude could fight. Like, I think they kind of saw that with Orlowski. I went, you know, toe-to-toe with a former champ. And dude's been on for the last, like, two years. So, I mean, it's not like I'm getting chinny Orlowski. I got good Orlowski. I got Orlowski that came to bang, And I hung with him. And a lot of people were like, yo, oh, you won that fight. You know? And, of course, other people were like, no, you lost that fight. Hence, split decisions. You know, the downside of the split decision. Uh, but it, I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I mean, it is something, it does cross my mind, but I also know I'm taking a short-notice fight. I'm And honestly, I'm feeling very confident in myself that I'm going to win this fight to the point where I'm not like, oh, my God, I need to worry. I just I need to go in there, do my thing, call it a night, and get the fuck out.
0: Uh, just last thing, like, where do you think a win puts you? Because a has been a guy that even though he's on a losing streak, like you look at the three guys he's lost to, all in the rankings. Like, where do you think a win kind of puts you?
7: I don't know. Uh, because I mean, it, it's a very hard one to say because, like, like I always thought Olaski was a gatekeeper to the top fifteen, and this is not, um, you know, dig at him, like. If he wanted to, I think he could literally try to push himself up into the top ten, you know, given certain, certain circumstances. But at the same time, Lexi just came from the rankings. I want to say like a fight or two ago. So I think if I if I win, it'll just put me right. Like, like maybe one more fight, and one more fight with a win could put me in the rankings. At the end of the day, I know if I beat him, I'm just in a better place than I was yesterday
0: well-, well Jared, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this.
7: Oh I mean, we're the more about thank man.